All right, everyone. Hey, how's it going? Uh, welcome. We're going to be recording today. Uh, we're just waiting on Mark. He's running a little bit late. Yeah, I'm so glad we're here. I oh, man, I really wanted to try to get a haircut before I got here today, but I just didn't have time to schedule it. I'm yeah. really, I'm going to be so distracted thinking about that as we record. Yeah, I really wanted to get a Jamba Juice. Um, if only there was a place that we could go and we could both get the things that we need. Yeah, like the dodo before a Jamba Juice has gone extinct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, oh, Mark, oh. do you need some help oh. there lugging that? What is that wow. that you have there? No, I, it's basically where I wanted it to be right now. Um, would you two mind um, going on either side of this and then pulling the um, curtain off of it when I say to? Oh, but sure. please do not do it enthusiastically. Do it as unenthusiastically as you can. Don't make any oh, noise and I'm walk glad, right off the stage. I'm glad Bob and I both wore our Vanna White dresses today. That sounds perfect. That's yeah. right, yeah. It was just such this, just such an occasion for this. I'll, right. just, I'll just stand here and watch. I'm a little offended you didn't ask for my help. Yeah. Well, you didn't dress for it. Well, that's true. Yeah. Okay, yeah. one, two, three. Lift. So I bought a couple of security robots for the studio. Oh, wow. Oh. Have we had a security problem in this studio? Well, you guys tried to vote me out as DA of the studio earlier because of all the crime. I think that's a great idea. We record late at night sometimes, like having security around. uh, Yeah, that sounds great. I feel Mm -hmm. safer already. It's true. We do always record between 12 like a.m. and 6 a.m. It's true. It's true. So, Mark, I'm assuming that the security robots, you know, probably do some very useful security robot things. Like maybe they... You know, uh, surveillance, they just kind of record, you know, maybe they record voice, maybe they record like video um, and maybe like uh, dial 911 if there seems to be an emergency. Like, is that what the security robots do? Please hold all your questions still after the video section. Oh, wow. The, yeah. oh, okay, wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. okay Unfortunately, okay. there's no audio, so we're oh, going to yeah. watch mm-hmm. the 30-minute video, and then we'll continue to talk about it. Oh, okay, my God. Great. So many jewels. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it, as you can see from how it killed those five um, shoplifters, yeah, like it, yeah, these things are real deadly. Mark, yeah, that seemed good. pretty. That seemed pretty violent. Are you sure about this? Uh, what part? The violence in the movie? I think it's like pretty like reasonable for a movie that you're trying to sell something. Like all of the violence in this video. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you mean the having the robots be that violent? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I didn't make them. I just purchased them. I like robots. Yeah, robots are pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know, Mark. It really seems like we shouldn't entrust this sort of acti- I mean, it's problematic enough for human beings. Uh, I prefer a robot. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the robot has no soul to protect, so it can kill mm-hmm. with impunity. Hey, that robot's pincers look pretty sharp. Do you think it could give me a haircut? Sure. Okay, let's You could just do whatever with these yeah, robots. Let me see. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Yep, it's starting to snip in. Oh, oh my god. It's getting so close okay. to my neck. Oh we're, my god. We're trusting ah! this too much. Uh, you should get the mall cut, like all your hairs, by the robot. The mall cut? <laughs> the mall cut. <laughs> I like robots. I'm going to double down on that. You know, I always wanted to learn how to ride a bike. Do you think the robot could help me with that? That doesn't seem like a good idea, Steve. Uh, let's see. Let me hop on. All right. Ring, ring. Okay, so far, so good. Oh, yeah. Riding along. Oh, my God. The robot's so supportive. He's just, like, holding oh, the really bike. And it's the just... wow. Oh, wow. The robot's pushed Steve. Wow, Steve's doing it by himself, and the robot's got its hands in the oh, air. Wait, what? Guys, the... <laughs> oh. Steve, it was inside you the whole time. You, had the ability to, to you ride. shouldn't have told me that the oh. robot let go. <laughs> have a nice day.
I was thinking of having the robot help me uh, with my with giving me a relationship advice. Mm-hmm. Um, what do What do we think? Uh, sure, we could we could probably like uh, yeah, do a play by play of that as oh. it's happening. It sounds oh, like okay. the robot talks too, uh-huh. so that could be. Yeah, yeah we could, could do like a helpful. like a Cyrano type mm-hmm. of thing where yeah. the robot is maybe in the bushes while you're on a date. That's a great <laughs> idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, but then the robot would end up falling in love with his crush. Then that's right? True. Yeah, yeah. That we gotta be careful happen. about that's that. True. That's true. It is. We a don't want a sexy robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want a her situation on our hands. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think the robot can help me at my job as a technician at the dialysis center? I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> what are you, nuts? Welcome to What Did We Just Watch, the movie trivia quiz show podcast. Today's episode is about the 1986 horror schlock classic, Chopping Mall, directed by Jim Wynorski, produced by Julie Corman, and starring Kelly Maroney, Tony O'Dell, John Terleski, and Russell Todd, and also featuring appearances by Paul Bartel, Mary Waranov, and Dick Miller. Chopping Mall harpens back to a simpler time for America. While the 1980s may be remembered for its leg warmers, venture capitalists, and neon signage, every utopia has its dark, seedy underbelly, and the 80s were no exception. Of course, I'm talking about the ever-prescient threat of robots. (laughs) When a gaggle of innocent teens break into a mall after hours to throw a God-fearing, innocent, all-American orgy, they come (laughs) face-to-face with a a twisted perversion of Reagan's America, in the form of three haywire killbots that do just about everything but chop. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And that's pretty much it. Nothing yeah. else happens in this movie. It's only 75 <laughs> minutes long. I'm your host, Steve Chop, and today I'm joined by three mall employees. Uh, Mark Nessel playing as Chopping Mark. hey Mo McGee playing as Mobot3000. Bleep bloop. Okay, and Bob Killian playing as Babe Killian. It, it is, is babe, babe, isn't, isn't it? it? <laughs> As always, our contestants are playing for this week's mystery prize that will be revealed at the end of the show. So let's start, my dude and dudettes. I'd like to totally love to hear your thoughts on this gnarly flick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I know we watched this at movie night. Were you guys here for the chopping? I wall? did. Yes. I was yeah. there. Yeah. So everyone here has seen it at least like once before the podcast. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. I've lost count. This is one <laughs> of my favorite movies, like horror movies. Wow. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of this. Not just because it's 75 minutes long, <laughs> but there's just, um, I forget, when we did Tanny and the T-Rex, I talked about this idea of like a like a perfect movie, quote unquote, which mm-hmm. doesn't always mean like the best movie or anything, but just a movie where there's like very little that you can like remove or very mm-hmm. little that you really want to change. And this movie is kind of like that. It's obviously dumb and schlocky and 
violent and there's like a lot of aspects of it that have aged kind of weirdly but there's not a lot that i would like really change if it's like an late 80s slasher film there's like a there's like a lot that i really like about this movie and i'm sure we'll get into it i'm not a huge fan of slasher films uh, but i will say that as slasher movies go i appreciate this one a lot because it has that schlockiness to it and i think it does a really nice job of keeping the vibe of that schlockiness uh, mm-hmm. it's silly there's a lot of silly moments and i also something i also appreciate is that one of the reasons why i don't love slasher films is i don't love a lot of violence mm-hmm. and this movie definitely has violence in it but it's like not that bad like it's like not as as horror movies go it's not like particularly gruesome uh that some of the things are a little silly like some of the, yeah. <laughs> some of the kills it's kind of a slasher in name only Yes, it's, yeah. it's like marketing and stuff like that. We'll talk mm-hmm. about it later, probably. Yeah. Well, now I'm worried. This is Mark's favorite horror movie. He was so quick with the draw last week when it came to buzzing in that I'm gonna have to like <laughs> buzz in oh, so yeah. fast this time because I'm sure he's gonna know all the answers. But, uh, but no, I agree. I am not a slasher fan either. I'm not a big fan of movies where just everyone dies. To me, that's not a strong plot line. It's just repetitive. Um, but this one was really goofy and it it didn't mean to be at times, but I liked, I loved all the eighties ness to it, like being in a mall and seeing all, like they did a good job of just showing everything in that mall and like really giving the full picture of what that looked like. So I did really enjoy that part of it. Um, and you know, strong female heroine. I gotta love that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, this is like, um, I think one of the things that makes this a super strong, like sort of schlocky movie is. This is a schlocky movie made by people who kind of invent who who are the um, the proteges of basically the people who invented the schlocky horror yeah. movie. This is like a Roger Corman. This got his fingerprints like all over it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're gonna. Talk it's about it's that. also funny. I'm just gonna comment real quick that I've never heard the word schlocky before now, but I know exactly what it means. <laughs> like, and yes, it is the perfect descriptive word. I can't tell you why, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mentioned that this movie was uh, produced by Julie Corman, who is Roger Roger Corman's uh, wife. Um, So, yeah, so Roger Corman is a filmmaker from the 50s. He made a ton of movies in the 50s and 60s um, and the 70s, too. But he went on to mentor and sort of give a start to a ton of people in Hollywood. I have a list here. Francis Ford Coppola, Ron Howard, Mm. Martin Scorsese, Jonathan Demme, Peter Bogdanovich, Joe Dante, John Sayles. James Cameron, and, of course, Jim Wynorski, the director of this film, perhaps mm-hmm. the most prestigious person <laughs> on that list. Yeah. yeah. Of all the names you just said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, and there's a ton. Of, I mean, Francis Ford Coppola is also a pretty big name, too. Um, just the kind of people who would, and, like, I, you might have a list of his movies, too, like uh, Little Shop of Horrors was, mm-hmm. uh, the original was a... Uh, um, <gasps> Little Shop. Yeah, before the musical, because that's a musical based on the 50s, like, slasher film Mm -hmm. that Roger Corman made that I think Dick Miller is in. Mm -hmm. And Mm. I think uh, Bucket of Blood, which Dick Miller's character in this is straight up, his character from Bucket of Blood is in this movie. Mm -hmm. That's also a a Roger Corman film, I think. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So it's, it's just one of the posters on the wall in the. Uh, yeah, mm. there are all of those are pretty much except for a couple that the director had made unrelated to Roger Corman. A mm-hmm. lot of them are Roger Corman films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just one of those things where you like picture in your mind's eye like a real bad or like real like cheaply made 
like drive-in movie, mm-hmm. like in a movie, like in a John <laughs> Carpenter movie when they're at a drive-in, mm-hmm. it's it's like a Roger Corman or a Roger Corman-esque movie. Mm. So it's cool to see a movie in this late 80s where it's like, almost like people retrospectively looking back like, oh, when I was a kid, I would like rent these really bad movies or see them in the drive-in. Now I have the ability to like make my own. So it's almost mm-hmm. like, cause but for that, for um, me and at least a couple of us growing up was like mystery science theater where it's like, we'd go back and like watch that. And then it would be like, as if people who grew up on mystery science theater got to like make a mystery science theater esque <laughs> movie. That's like this with chopping mall, getting to make a, like a movie that they grew up watching and then like actually got to work with the people who make that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't uh, write down a list of his movies cause there's so many of them, oh, but I yeah. did, I did want to briefly highlight, especially because it is spooky season. He Ooh. did work on the, um, I think there's four of them, the Edgar Allan Poe adaptations yes. from the sixties oh. that star Vincent Price. Yeah. Vince, uh, yeah. They're all, so good yeah it's funny so bad they're all so good you mentioned roger corman was a filmmaker from like the 50s to the 70s He was kind of a filmmaker from the 50s to like today he like still i don't know how recent his most recent like he's still he's he's still alive he's like 96 yeah when i was looking at it yeah. yeah probably if anybody has not like um been like a super film nerd like me you probably have seen roger corman in silence of the lambs he plays the head of the FBI in that movie. Cause oh, again, wow. like uh, so many people in Hollywood, like think fondly of him. Cause he's Mr. Yeah, sure. You can be a PA or yeah, sure. <laughs> you can be like work on the special effects in my movie or whatever. He give pretty much anyone like a chance behind the camera. And is, um, that, is that right? I thought he was Hannibal Lecter in that movie. No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. We can like double check oh, that. Yeah, you okay. sure. I think yeah. you might be wrong about that one. <laughs> we'll add the fact checking later. Mark was right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that I do also like this movie. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. Right. yeah. I, I've seen this movie uh, more than a few times, and it's because Steve likes this movie so much. <laughs> yeah. How do yeah. you have the time to watch this movie so many times, Bob? It's so yeah. long. Oh, yeah. man. You joke, but like I was yeah. saying this earlier, but um, I had a really busy week this week, and I started this movie at 9 o'clock last night. I'm like, oh, good. I can watch this late and go to bed at a reasonable hour. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I watched this movie with ads, I think, on, w- on one of the services that plays the movie for free with ads. And I like to refer to that as the director's cut. <laughs> you get a little bit more content. Yeah, so I'm going to ask this now. Um, how many chopping malls long do you think this episode is going to be? I was going to say it's the, probably the shortest movie. We'll see if it's the longest episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know about that. But <laughs> I'm thinking it's going to be at least two chopping malls. It's going to be at least two chopping malls, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll say one and a half chopping malls. Okay. Good. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's start then. Jump right into this. This old, the old chopping mall. Ooh. The chopping mall is open. Um, so yeah. So we open up on a scene where a man is stool- stealing some jewels from a mall, um, and he immediately opens fire on the killbot. Uh, I'm going to refer to them as killbots. This movie was actually released under the name of Killbot mm-hmm. when it was first released and uh, that makes the more sense. audiences hated it and it is a bad name so they decide to go with Chopping Mall which is a slightly better name it's a good <laughs> pun but has nothing to do with there's no chopping yeah there's no chopping chop. yeah and and even like the um, like if you've seen the posters for this is pretty much all of them are like body parts with like a hand holding it in like mm-hmm. a bag that never happens either. Nope. Like, pretty much the only thing that makes this a slasher film is the title 
and the iconography. I don't think I've ever seen a trailer for this, but I bet they really play up the idea that it's like a slasher or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's basically not. Well, it's, I mean, there's no cl- slashing. Yeah. yeah. It's closer to like one of the like um I don't even know what you, you almost like a like a like a drive-in horror thriller like a night at the comet or something like a like monster that. movie almost yeah like a yeah. rubber monster movie yeah. actually that's probably even better like yeah. yeah there's like so much screaming and so much running yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. so yeah so this guy opens fire immediately on this kill bot mm-hmm. in my book that makes him an honorary philadelphian <laughs> <laughs> like, we hate robots oh, when you when your robot comes to town we will destroy it we should have seen wow, that coming we're, we're one for one with that that's not i don't know if we yeah. have a, a track record <laughs> Uh, no, but we are known for yeah. destroying the uh, traveling robot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we find out as this plays out that that's a, actually an ad for the Killbots, and that mm-hmm. leads us to our first question. Yeah, this this movie predicted ads at the beginning of movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I saw that commercial ad for uh, what was it Tide, and I got confused. I'm like, this is the movie. <laughs> Um, so that leads us to our first question: What is the name of the organization that makes the robots in this movie? Securetronics. That is correct. <laughs> yes, Securetronics Unlimited. There's a lot of proper names in this movie. For <laughs> 75 minutes of movie, there's like 75 proper nouns in this movie. I felt like they really want you to feel secure with their robots mm-hmm. by naming themselves that. Yeah, we were talking about this a little bit while we were watching the movie, but um, the all of the exposition in this film is in the first five minutes, <laughs> and half of it is this sequence mm-hmm. uh, that's the advertisement. <laughs> Yeah, the first act of the movie is almost over after this scene. It's got like a one-scene first act. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so that'll lead us into our next question. What is the official name of the robots in the movie? Um, oh, well, I was I buzzed in thinking of like the credited names. They're the kill bots, but... Um, the Securitrons is my guess. Okay. Nope. Okay. It is. They're the Protector One Hundred and One series. Wow. Oh yes, yes I did. Name. I did know that, but mm-hmm. yeah. They don't do any protecting. No, they don't. <laughs> Who um, are they protecting? Yes, that is a great question. <laughs> I, I don't know how they would protect if they were working as advertised. Like, Who watches the protectors? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I, I mean, might be getting ahead, so you can stop me. But I think the idea, like the the real villainy of this movie, is not even bringing the robots in. It's closing the doors with no way of opening them which is sort of the main (laughs) the sort of they kind of like yada yada that but they have the mystery science theater like movie sign doors Mm -hmm. that they close it like at the at a certain time and it's like one fire marshal would really like he'd have red like a lot of red x's all over his clipboard if he came in and saw that but wait that's a really good point and i hate to break this movie open like wide open so early, but doesn't the mall just protect itself? Those doors don't let anyone in. So mm-hmm. after it's closed, you don't or, need the robots or then. Or yeah, out. Yeah, yeah so, so yeah. they can't get away with anything. You don't need the robots. The doors do everything. It basically becomes that arcade game something TV. I'm going, Smash wi- TV. Smash TV, I'm going yeah. wild. I just figured this out. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's It basically becomes Smash TV where it's like you're trying to steal from the mall. The doors close. The robots can kill and so it's like basically just become like Running Man or Smash TV, <laughs> where it's just like yeah, it's a free for all until the the doors open at the end of the day. I yeah. guess. 
Yeah, you can see some of the shots of the doors that clearly they just filmed it Whoosh. super close to the door. So you don't <laughs> see it in a frame. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, we just... We put a door here and we... And then they the pick up that frame and move it to a different area so they can whoosh it again. There's just two men doing this to, like on on either side of it. But then also just thinking back to these things as being protectors, like they put so much focus on like, hey, you don't want stolen merchandise. They don't consider collateral damage because those laser beams destroy everything. So if oh, they were... Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes they just hit the wall and nothing happens. Yes. But it's it's just crazy like how... And of course this movie takes it to the extreme but like if anyone were to try to rob something these guys could go crazy and there'd just be so much destruction in this mall afterwards that would probably be the cost of like a small diamond or something. Mm-hmm. I also have to say they're doing this presentation. Those robots can do a lot of things that make them useful beyond like security at a mall mm-hmm. like those robots can recognize humans and like mm-hmm. ask them for their identification yep. like read that, id cards yeah and read id cards. that alone is a huge technological advancement mm-hmm. for the 80s it's like have them doing that have them taking the tickets at the movie theater like have them yeah. do yeah. like they could do all kinds of things like and, you know and the lasers seem like overkill after the sleeping darts. Yeah. yeah. It's like the sleeping oh, yeah. darts don't work. Then yeah, you can, right. You can employ they have lasers. So many weapons. They highlight yeah. three of the weapons in that opening scene, but then they proceed to have many more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put them in a coal mine. Like, yeah. they yeah, can yeah. be mining coal. They've <laughs> right. got laser technology. Yeah, right. Yeah. And we covered this in virtuosity and demolition man where they'll like introduce something some piece of technology and they're like oh this is like so cool at this but it's like wait but like one of the two things that thing can do is like revolutionary for like another (laughs) reason where it's like oh yeah it's like yeah there's like a there's like a frozen prison it's like wait we can do cryogenics like that like wait we can learn stuff as we sleep yeah exactly like all of that stuff and people kind of yada yada that and again (laughs) as you said the robots can identify people and they can kind of interact with them and it's like you'd think you'd make the interact bot before you'd make the kill bot. right right Mm -hmm. yeah and it's just like this is so mundane to be security. Yeah. 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 Not a, not a, like a, any place with weapons or even a place with expensive stuff in it. Just like a mall. Well, I will beg your pardon because we do see they, there are a lot of weapons at the there mall. There are a lot of weapons <laughs> at the mall. Yes. Yeah. But how expensive do you think those robots are? This mall had to dish out for them. Great question. And did every store mm. have to like contribute towards these? I don't know. Was there know. a pool yeah, of money they just collected to buy these robots? Yeah, malls are a weird bi- business in that way. We can get into it later, but yeah. yeah. Well, it appears to be the case that the people at the mm-hmm. press conference are the store owners. So you'd think they, they're hearing this for the first time, so probably they didn't pay into it. But mm-hmm. you, you have to have that whole room built on the top floor for mm-hmm. the controls. you got to have the, the giant antenna on the roof. Yeah. You have to pay two guys to like monitor that room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah there's two whole salaries right there. Why not just hire a third guy? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Forget the like the two guys in shifts watching the control room. Hire a third guy and have them be the robots. Yeah. <laughs> hire three guys to walk around your mall. Well, yeah. That makes sense. I'm sure like you can pay a security guard less than you're paying a robotics engineer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. And then we wouldn't have the movie. But But again, when that security guard kills, it puts a black mark on their soul. These robots, (laughs) no such problem. (laughs) True. Yeah, like a Um, lot of the robots in our movies, they're not alive. mm -hmm. Yeah, so what you were saying, Mo, about the security doors really leads into my next question. Uh, During the presentation that we see them giving about the kill bots, they have a 
big poster that's the layout of the mall. Uh, the question is, how many stories does the mall have? So there's three main stories in the mall, correct? Uh, well, sort sort of. Can you give me? Oh, oh. There's three main stories, because um, there's one kill bot on each floor, and then there is a like the fourth story, which is like where the laboratory is for it. Okay. I think there's only two stories. Oh, okay. Oh wow. Okay, so I was gonna guess three. So now <laughs> instead. Wait, can I say <laughs> two in a parking level? <laughs> oh. Okay. I was going to say... Three in a parking level. <laughs> Final answer. So... <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. I was so there are four parking levels. Oh. The first Whoa. four levels of this mall are all parking. <laughs> and then the mall is on the top three floors. Damn. Which is how it's shown on the thing. I'll give you the point, Mark, because yeah, you said the three levels. There, how many levels were there in this mall? <laughs> yeah. There's... You'll get yeah. the thing. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, you're in this mall, and I guess you're either, I guess the first floor is, but yeah, you go down, and this mall is deep. This yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's tall. It's a tall mall. You're, tall mall. You can't walk in off the street to get into the mall. You have to get in an elevator, w I guess, to go up to the top. Was it the case that the, like, I, I would imagine the parking structures were below ground. No, they're oh, not. Really? Oh, yes, they're that's, not in that picture. That's what's so weird oh, about wow. it. And <laughs> when they show the outside of the mall, and I'll tell you this because you asked, this is a real mall. Mm -hmm. um, they <laughs> filmed this at the Sherman Oaks Galleria in California. Mm. Um, and yeah, so this is a real mall. And I didn't look this up, but uh, the mall appears to have the first six or five levels be parking garage and then everything after that is the actual mall it's like a high-rise mall so high, mm -hmm. yeah yeah so to your point no one's breaking in there turn <laughs> yeah. the elevators yeah off. wait a minute it's yeah. it's off the ground you're not scaling the walls you're it's not breaking like into a the fortress yeah. it's like it would be hard <laughs> yeah. to storm this mall They're forget really, the robots like are we hiding like a faberge egg in this mall yeah. or something like what why does the security measure that's built so high and then they have robots patrolling it yeah you see that and it's like they have a, a on the um the poster that shows the mall it's like they've got a moat around it and like yeah. a drawbridge and stuff like that and <laughs> snipers on every angle yeah they've got the they've got the siege towers they're like we've got men here with oil that they can pour <laughs> over like mm -hmm. siege men like a siege men yeah i feel like a real problem would be if you get stuck in the mall overnight like i'm sure that happens it is what happens to our characters but like what are you going to do? You're going to throw something at the window and try to scale down five stories? <laughs> you let down your long hair. Yeah. <laughs> it is like Rapunzel's Tower. That's yeah. wild, though. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. So uh, the next question, what is the name of the mall where the movie takes place? Wait, real name or name in the movie? The name in the movie. And uh, Park Plaza? That is correct. Yeah. It's Park Plaza 2000 Shopping Center, but formerly called Park Plaza. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah cool right isn't that an interesting <laughs> fact Ooh. i think it is um next question i'm having fun uh during what hours is the mall closed and the robots on the prowl and that's going to chopping mark that's it's uh midnight to 6 a.m that is correct yes so quarter of the day if you're caught in the mall 
You're in bad shape. It's running man rules. I definitely did not pay attention to the right details (laughs) (laughs) in this this movie. This is the only exposition in the film. (laughs) (laughs) This is all we have. I chose early in this show to call the three rounds Act 1, Act 2, and Act 3. And (laughs) a lot of... If you didn't pay attention to the first like three minutes of this movie, then you're gonna miss a whole. <laughs> it's like it really is the first five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So at the uh, presentation, we have a number of characters, and most prominently, we have uh, actors Mary Warrenov and Paul Bartel. Now, these two sassy people are actually doing a cameo. Um, they are two the stars of Eating Raul, another mm-hmm. uh, sort of schlocky, uh, fun comedy type of movie, sort of similar to Chopping Mall. Yeah, mm. Paul, Paul Bartel is the director of That's Death correct. Race 2000. Oh, yeah. oh. And as, um, among another of mm-hmm. not a series of movies, but Death Race 2000 is one we all know, mm-hmm. and it's a Roger Corman-produced movie that's yep. kind of like one of his... Better known if you're from if you're a film nerd of bad movies like I am. They did seem to have a lot of time in this movie for never returning. <laughs> so yeah, that and, makes sense. and um, Mary, um, I'm forgetting how to pronounce her Warnov. name. Yeah, Mary Warnov is was somebody in Andy Warhol's Factory. So <laughs> she's actually her first movie was Chelsea Girl, but huh. she's in a ton of other like really excellent like B movies from I'm pretty much the '60s like onward. She's now more of a visual artist. She has she doesn't have a lot of credits in like the 2010s, but she's in a bunch of really excellent movies, and then has mm-hmm. kind of like later in her life had a TV career. Yeah, along with uh, Kelly Maroney, who's the the female lead in this movie, um, they're both in Night of the Comet together. Yes, Night of the Comet is rules. It was and funny. I I did think Kelly. I forgot who Kelly Maroney was, but I looked her up, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, she's from Night of the Comet. And I'm like, okay, I'm officially at the point where these like I actually am recognizing people <laughs> from multiple yeah. bad movies that we do. I'm I'm there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she's great in both of those movies. Too. I do love her in mm-hmm. Night of the Comet. Um, but yeah, you mentioned. Um, Paul Bartel as well. He also did direct Eating Raul too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. As in addition to yeah. Death Race. They the two of them play married couples in like a bunch of movies. Mm-hmm. So and they're in a bunch of movies together. And they're great. They're mm-hmm. you don't get a lot of you don't get to see either of them very much in this movie. And they're literally playing characters from a different movie. <laughs> so but they're both really excellent. Yeah. Speaking of which, they're wearing big old name tags. Does anyone know for one big old point? what the name of their characters are. Was it Mary and Paul? Well, they have last names, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it is written on their thing. It is Mary and Paul. You're right about that. Is it is it their actual names like their real life names? No, because they I've said the real names many times. They have a fake last name. Uh, You want to take a shot, Mark? Um, So if you've seen Eating Raul like I have, it will help you because they have the same last name. Mm -hmm. It's bland, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, Paul and Mary Bland. Again, a, 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 like this is like you have to watch Chopping Mall and Eating Raul to know that answer. <laughs> the answer yeah. to that yeah. question. No. Well, they had name tags on. I just yeah. forgot. I just remember, they, like, wait, they, they had their last name on yes, the name tag too. Yes, it was just oh, their wow. first initial and then their last uh, name. Yeah, okay. and I kind of guessed because he called her Mary at one point, but yeah. she never called him his name, and he had the piece. So I just guessed. Mm-hmm. But I like that in a because um, again, like Paul and Mary were also like friends in real life, and Paul wrote and directed um, Eating Raul. And it makes sense to just make it if like I know I'm gonna star in this. Just make the character have the same first name as you. So then, yeah. like it, in scenes, you can be real, like um, natural when you're like um, like uh, answering somebody's calling you 
like by your first name or something like that. And I'm sorry to get off topic, but this is going to drive me crazy. What is eating Raul? Like what, what is that? What happened? Who's Raul? So, What's that movie? You know, <laughs> what happened? You know, the movie fun with Dick and Jane. Uh, yeah. Kinda. That was remade. It's, it's essentially that premise where there are two yuppies in LA who want to open up a restaurant. I'm more concerned about who's Raul and who is eating him. Uh, so, <laughs> they're eating so, him. So, Ra- <laughs> no, Raul's the name of, like, it has to do with the restaurant that they're trying to open okay. up. And so they um, murder and rob swingers oh. at, like, at their house. They like pretend to be swingers and they murder and rob them in order to fund. And then like, Sweeney Todd them? They don't actually, I don't think they eat them. Unless I'm misremembering, I think the eating Raul is a reference that. to the um, the restaurant. Okay. Yeah, we they, can double check that if somebody wants they, to. Yeah. Not that it really matters, but they do say in this movie too, like, "Ooh, maybe we can hire the robots in the restaurant." Yeah, they oh, do. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. are playing they're, literally they're, the they're same characters. characters. Yeah, 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 they're absolutely, and they murder people in the movie. I don't remember. Mm-hmm them cooking and eating them i think it's a reference to the like restaurant the yeah gotcha. well, like what's eating raul like well the, in this movie they murder their ad-libs because <laughs> almost all of their lines are ad-libs. oh absolutely <laughs> yeah and they do that thing where the person's talking and then it cuts to them and then it cuts back and it's like as no time has passed mm-hmm. but it's like they're talking over him it seems a real Waldorf and Statler. Yeah, yeah. Mar- Mary does some a couple of great looks where she'll like will like cross her legs again like this and then like look right at the camera mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like it's great. They both yeah, do I'd... a really big eye roll, which oh, is a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. she, I think she asked a question at one point when she went to sit down, she did it with such attitude. I'm like, okay. Yeah, they're acting like they're on stage, and you need the people in the very yeah. back to be able to like see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're going to step away now from our long time of montage, unless anyone else has anything they'd like to say about that scene. Oh, the montage. Wait, I want to talk about the montage. Oh, the mo- wait, wait, wait. I have a mistake. The montage is the next thing. Oh, okay. We'll definitely okay, okay. talk about that. But do we have anything more we want to say about the uh, the last bit, last call for for, for, all, for all the exposition to this movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like we so can talk about the specifics of the robots a little more. I'm sure it'll come mm-hmm. up. But yeah, <laughs> I I um. This is a movie, and it happens a couple of times, where they'll introduce a character, and if you're, like, somebody who watches movies, especially in a forum like this, you're like, oh, yeah, like, I should pay attention to this character. It's like, no. <laughs> um, when we get to the montage, that's when we start to see the um, the actual, like, credit sequence. Mm-hmm. And Paul and Mary's characters have already done all that they're going to do, as well as the, like, guy who created the robots and the woman who, like, introduces him. Mm-hmm. And so their names come up, and they're ne- they're not seen. <laughs> so it's like they do all their acting, and then their names come up in the, in the opening credits. Oh, I had one more thing to mention about that scene. Did Paul at one point say that a robot has an ethic quality? Yes. Oh, That's yeah. Right. I, did, I did not Again, love that. Was that him one, eating? Yeah. I, don't under- I don't like that. Yeah, I don't it's, understand it's, it. It's, you, he, said, he mentioned acting. Ad libs, it very much feels yeah. like they're doing the cold open to this show. And it's like that they, they're <laughs> like, Oh yeah, the premise is you guys are the two your two characters from eating Raul and it's like try a couple of things. But they unlike us, they didn't take an extra couple of minutes to do bits that I could then stitch together. <laughs> so Or maybe so they, they did. And yeah, and they're like and they're like, and they're like the, the there's ethnic, like ten minutes of unseen footage of their ad libs. The ethnic joke is like the best one they came up with, I guess. <laughs> well, they have better joke. They they also call them they're like the three stooges. Three stooges. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that was good. Yeah, that's, that's good. great. Then, no notes. And then like, he said something about like they have laser eyes, just like your mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah just like your mother. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. That's not bad. All right. So moving right along. Next up, we're at the totally tubular 80s montage. <laughs> um, so I do have, there are a ton of comedy beats in this ma- montage, and I have them all written down here. <laughs> there are seven of them. Ooh. So I thought we would go around mm-hmm. and give everyone a chance to chime in with um, I'm going to start with uh, one of my favorites, which was the uh, guy going on the escalator with a bunch of boxes <laughs> and sees the women coming down in bikinis, and he, like, strips and throws the boxes everywhere. Yeah. Very good. That's one big old point. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the next one I would, I'm going to say is um, in the arcade. It's like the boy playing the arcade and then he gets pulled away by one adult and then a second adult comes yeah, on. I, there I, were a couple of comedy beats when you brought this up where I'm like, I can kind of describe them, but I can't always describe what the joke or what no. the thing yeah. they're trying to say. in the like, That one, it's a grown man pushing a child away mm-hmm. from an arcade so, game. When the second adult is playing the arcade <laughs> yeah. game, like I really, like the first one, it's like, okay, this kid is like, mm-hmm. has, is, has to go home or like he's like, his run away from his mom but then when the second adult starts playing the arcade game i'm like all right i'm i misremembered this yeah so that's right i i put this in slow motion i looked at it i looked <laughs> at the tape i looked like at the frame by frame film. Yeah. Yeah. yeah go so watch the replay again the son is playing the arcade game the dad comes and like it's time to pull him away oh, you as assume. they're walking I it was a away stranger it is i believe it is his father okay good he turns and he looks at the machine and then he is so compelled that he has to go up and start playing. <laughs> then the son pulls him away and says, no, dad, we have to go. And then he hands him a certificate that is the result of a paternity test where it is confirmed <laughs> that he's his father. So they're, they're pulled away from the machine. And then the second adult comes in and sort of swarms on the machine oh, to man, play a, the game still in It's progress. a blink and you miss it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> So that's that, that's a tagline for this whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> so good job there, Mo. Okay, um, there's the waitress who's balancing all the food, and it keeps cutting back to her, and she's doing a really good job of balancing it, but then once she gets to the table, she drops everything. Mm-hmm, yes. I did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has the big tray of food and it's funny because when she does spill it like the one dude jumps out of his seat and they're on the balcony level i'm like oh my god that guy's gonna fall and off he's like the standing balcony. on the bench too yeah. he just does it's you like the floor is lava feet, mm-hmm. but he's standing on the chair like uh, very dangerous mm-hmm. all right that brings it back to you bob oh i'm gonna go with my other favorite which is the guy trying to steal a record from the record store and he's got it under his shirt and it's very obvious very good <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, this is where I'm like a little shaky, not because I don't remember like mm-hmm. little set pieces from the montage, but I don't remember the beats and the jokes from it. So there's that one point where a bunch of people go into the elevator and I'm trying to remember the exact joke from that. I think it's like, it's like there's too many people in the elevator and they kind of stuff it and then it like goes up. Yeah, I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I add to that? Because I know what the joke is and that's the only one yeah. I remember. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, there's a boy eating an ice cream cone in the elevator and oh. then everyone enters it really fast to sped up and then when everyone leaves, the boy is then covered in ice cream everywhere over mm. in a very shaggy dog-esque way. Yeah. Like, 
or okay. Shaggy D.A. Escaway that's like on his face and on his shirt. I remember that being the end to all the jokes. Like at the record store, there's a kid covered in <laughs> like maybe this is like a, a misremembering, but I feel like there's a kid covered in ice cream. That, it's like, a real epidemic. The, yeah, after the models go up the escalator, there's a kid with ice cream <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna do a King Solomon here. You're both gonna get half a point. Oh, oh, oh my god, we've never no, done half. You'll both, <laughs> you'll both get a full point, but right. now your turn is done because you got yeah, the yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, was that the leaves last Bob one. with two additional choices. There's two Ooh, things left. Oh, which is a problem. One of them is maybe not a them. joke. Well, okay. How many of these are jokes? I think I know what it is. Okay. There's a there's a kid riding through with in a skateboard. That is exactly. Wait, that's what gave it to you? It's may not be a joke. That was. That was the one I remembered. It's sort of a joke. So he's he's weaving in between the beauty oh, okay. pageants that the man later sees on the escalator. Um, I just want to also point out that some of the shots here in this segment, I guess they filmed them on the same day. The camera's messed up. Like, yeah. There's something like scratch. There's like scratches on the lens or oh, something. Man. Like huh. you can really see it in the ice cream scene. Yeah. And then it cuts away and it's not there. And then with the oh, kid, wait, I did notice yeah, that. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I thought it was like it was a glass elevator door, so I kind of thought it was a reflection. Nope, but it's no. just on the camera. I yeah. Um, they that. they show it too. I think in this scene with the guy with the records on it was really shirt. obvious mm-hmm. too. Yep, yeah but it's only in the montage at the beginning so. yeah i was curious because no i 100 percent agree and if you go back and look at it it's definitely on there i was curious if it was the situation where they do fade ins and fade outs if they didn't 100 percent like fade out something or it could totally be something mm-hmm. on the line it's like it's a it's a technical mistake but I wasn't sure if it was a lens thing or like something weird where they expose the film mm-hmm. like in a fade in, fade out. Oh, we'll or never something. know. Yeah. But yeah, again, 75 minutes like shot in a mall, like a real mall. Like I assume a lot of these bits were done. Uh, and maybe it was while the mall was closed and it was all extras, but I'm just assuming it was during filming and they just roped off some things. And so there were probably a ton of people who unintentionally or signed a paper to be in this movie <laughs> yeah. as, as other person on the escalator. You know, I, I had that I had true. that thought too. I'm like watching the movie. I'm like, I wonder if one of those girls in bikinis ever went back and watched this movie because they knew they were in it for a second and they're like brag to their friends, probably someone local is being like, I was in that movie. I was on the mm-hmm. escalator in a bikini. Like, do mm-hmm. they talk about that? I wonder. No, I, I don't know. I wish I was in Chopping Mall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'd put on the bikini. We'll give everyone a shot. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, hope, well, you won't need to because I'll get it on this first try. Mm-hmm. And this uh, is my favorite one, I'll say. Um, I think this might be my favorite one. Um, it's the one where it's... um. Oh, I can't even come up with a fake one I as know. a guess. <laughs> um, it's um, one where there's a there's like a bu- there's like two girls that are holding a bunch of um, like uh, bags, right? Nope. All right. No well, one's holding that any was bags. A, that was a real guess, <laughs> at least. Um, Not bad. Mo? I'm gonna take a guess too, um, but this is coming more from my experience as being in the mall in the '90s. It's there's a lost child. He ends up being s- inside one of those circular uh, clothing things, just hiding because he thinks it's really fun to be surrounded <laughs> by clothes. But his mom's like, oh, my God, where is he? I lost my child. Not a bad guess. No, there is a moment, um, and I didn't write anything about it, but there is a moment when they're in the furniture store later where you hear an announcement over the yes, loudspeaker. The yeah, that there's a lost child. Oh, I have it written down. name is Steve. Yep. Yeah, I yeah. wrote it down yeah. too because I'm like, there's a lost Steve I wrote there. down which section it was yeah. lost. Oh yeah. my God. It's lingerie. <laughs> yeah, Steve was lo- Steve's mm-hmm. in this movie. He's lost in the lingerie Wait, Steve, section. Steve, you are in this movie <laughs> yeah. and you're lost in lingerie? I yeah. was not alive. I, was, I had that yeah. joke ready. I was ready for that. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so uh, the one thing that's weird about that though is that it's a furniture store and they make that announcement. Probably yeah. like mall wide announcement. Yeah, maybe it's a yeah. whole intercom system. Anyway, your your turn, Bob. Yeah, there's. A, it's probably that part where the robot is helping that kid ride a bike. No, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the last one, it's two people uh, necking, as the kids say, oh, on a bench, yeah. and then it pans oh. over to two older people. Yes. 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 Yeah, I do look over, that. see them, and then also start kissing. Yeah, that was really sweet, actually. <laughs> so anyway, um, I just wanted to point out, these two old people look suspiciously like Jill and Joe Biden. Like They look exactly <laughs> like the Bidens, or like old Steve Rogers at the end of Endgame. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So in the next scene, uh, we finally get to meet one of the characters in the movie. Don't Ooh. you love that? Um, so we open up on a pizzeria where two of our characters are working. Uh, and they talk some about the party <laughs> that they're planning. Um, so I do have a question about the pizzeria. It might not be what you're expecting. Bob is twitching right now. <laughs> so my question is, in the pizzeria, there's a... Uh, First of all, the chef is covered in like grease, <laughs> and at one yeah. point he takes the spatula and he rubs it across. <laughs> oh yeah, shirt. he takes a loose cigarette from. <laughs> yeah, a, he's a, got a cigarette. I think he takes a loose cigarette from a used plate, so like someone else's uh, cigarette. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in addition to him being incredibly slovenly, there's also another slovenly man who they talk about as as sort of being a creep in the restaurant. Um, the button of this scene, he says something. What does he ask? Uh, for the waitress for I buzzed in too soon I thought it was going to be uh, it is babe isn't it <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Mm -mm. sorry it, this is one of my fa I think I'm next right no oh, it's actually sure. no. <laughs> um, he says waitress more butter that's correct <laughs> which I think he's having a pizza <laughs> yeah he ordered yeah. more butter they say what he ordered and then they don't deliver it to him but yeah. he already has food he asked and then for on more top of that he asked for more butter he asked yeah. for more butter before the food's out there mm -hmm. but also it's a pizza like would you just put no. butter on pizza the pizza place we order from gives you that garlic sauce yeah it's Ooh. like a buttery garlic sauce yeah well, it, this is an la movie though yeah we can't bring east coast pizza rules into <laughs> sure the, yeah i'm assuming it's is that papa john's or it's not papa john's no it's not okay domino's no it's like a local place oh, okay. yeah. i'm gonna be yeah. concerned if you guys we don't want people to try and where john's. we live yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. we can't put yeah we but, even uh, set up the security robot so our yeah. recording studio is very secret yeah but yeah we when they order, um, Kelly Maroney, the main lead, takes an order of pizza and it she drops it, but it's like pizza and corn. Yeah, yeah. Like corn, corn on the yeah. plate, which is weird. Is that corn. an 80s yeah. thing? Or? I think the rules of an 80s mall in LA are like lawless. Like you go to Luigi's and he's just he's head to toe grease and he just gives you like any combination of things that you ask him for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, regardless of the health code violations. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I assume his name is also Luigi because it, it, one of the items they order is the Luigi's Belly Buster. Luigi's oh Belly Buster, yeah. But uh, 
You imagine not only putting that on your menu, but then ordering that. Mm -hmm. Like it seems like one of those novelty places where it's like we'll we guarantee to give you a heart attack or something yeah. like that. They, they order all... two. Yeah, somebody <laughs> ordered. Yeah, the one of the orders is two Luigi belly busters. And then they probably also have the brothers option, the Mario Marinara <laughs> madness. Yeah, do you think canonically that man is Luigi Mario? <laughs> yeah, Luigi Mario. Uh, okay, so next up, the next scene is we're in the control room. Um, we get to finally see where the sausage is made, where the killbots are housed. Um, so I do have a question about this. Uh, what four things is the technician in the control center have to occupy their time? And if you get all of them, I'll give you two points. And Ooh. if you get one of them, then we'll split it and some other people. So there's four things that he has to pass the time and uh chopping mark buzzed in first um so do cigarettes count as one of the mm -hmm. things yes so cigarettes does count yeah does um a donut count mm -hmm. as one of the things yep. <laughs> um he's got a um a book i'm trying to remember the book and perhaps that's not that's too vague like um and then oh. um and then a is it a magazine is the fourth thing so i'll give you one point and i'll yeah. open it up so that's two things the the donut and the cigarette he does have the pornographic magazine as yeah well. so there's one other thing if someone else wants to come in and grab a point something you might do by yourself <laughs> <laughs> not not porn <laughs> not other than porn yeah <laughs> Well, now I'm getting mixed up because I thought I was going to name the name of the book, but that's another yeah. scene. Oh, that's, a, that's another scene. That's, so the second second guy. Guy. that's who I was. Okay, no, yeah. I, I wrote that down too. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, so it's the first guy. Mm -hmm. um, well, it's so, and it's not the porn. It's not the porn. <laughs> okay, so. When you said magazine, I'm like, it's porn. <laughs> well, he has the big center for The porno magazine. We're a family show. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> That's why we're doing chopping mall. We're yeah, a family right. show. You could show this to kids. Um, then no, I guess I I do not remember what the. Wait, last I want to solve is. this riddle now. Is it like pick his teeth. Solving a riddle. Pick yeah. his teeth or like uh, something like that. No, pick his nose. No. Oh, I feel like I'm onto something here. Uh, something you do by yourself. Um, crossword. Yeah. Oh, cool. a, he has a he has the paper and he's doing a crossword. Um, so we'll split again half points for Mark. Mm -hmm. I got one full point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Okay, so next on, so uh, concurrently, we're cutting around the movie. He does get murdered in this scene, and this is our first murder. Um, so I yeah. do, I do want to uh, mm -hmm. thing say something real quick um, before the the. I mean, presumably, we're, the question isn't about how the robots become evil, right? Uh, no, no, we can okay. talk about can all. We talk I don't about have. That? I don't have any additional questions about the command center yeah. there. So, we so can talk about yeah, that. there's that. There's that famous phrase: "Lightning never strikes someplace twice." Mm -hmm. It t strikes not only like more than once, but in more than one scene. Like there's <laughs> lightning striking the tower, and then we cut away, and then we cut back, and the lightning is still striking the tower. This would be like a meteorological like miracle if it's like, oh wow, there's this lightning like keeps striking the same place. <laughs> Oh, well, I, I actually want to make, I wrote something down from the scene before I'll just mention real quick. And then I want to talk more about lightning because <laughs> let's, let's, let's go through this. But, um, one of our characters, I think it was Susie was trying to convince Allison in the previous scene to, um, go to the party afterwards, mm -hmm. orgy party. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And she says, it's going to be good times to the max. And I just loved that. Oh, yeah, There's yeah. a lot of things from the 80s that are coming back. I really, really want us to start saying it'll be good times to the max well, again. Let's Susie, bring it back, guys. Susie's kind of the one person who talks like that, but she exclusively talks exclusively. like that. So I think she says like bodacious or something. Like there, I don't know if you've wrote it down, but there's like a bunch mm-hmm. of lines that she says where it seems like no one else is talking like that, but she is talking mm-hmm. like I, that. I did write it down, and I do have a question that I'll I'll (laughs) ask right now about it. Mm -hmm. So what inside joke do Allison and Susie keep repeating to each other? Bob. It is babe, isn't it? <laughs> that's correct, yeah. Does anyone know where that's from? Because I, I looked it up. Did no. you have to look it up? I did not look oh, it up. Okay. I just made a joke out of it. So, yeah, I was talking about this. The, the It's so funny that you chose that to be your name because I never clocked that they said it, but they say it like three times yeah. at the beginning of this movie. And um, apparently it's a reference to a movie that also came out in 1986 called My Chauffeur. Um, this movie came out in 1986, so it was being filmed maybe at the beginning of 19. 19- this uh, that would have come out like weeks, like like it, the week that this movie was filmed. It mm-hmm. must have been such like a pop culture thing at the time, I guess. Yeah, never heard of it. It's apparently a movie where a woman gets up to some shenanigans and ends up as a chauffeur, and oh. uh, it's sort of like a comedy, an art comedy, I guess. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of pop culture references, and I won't name them all in case they're questions later. <laughs> um, I did note them. But there's a lot of pop culture references, I think, that stood the test of time that mm-hmm. I got modern day now. Um, that one I did not get or realize it was a reference. So maybe maybe too soon? Too soon movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, people will continue to be talking about this. Yeah. Like, it, probably people stopped talking about that before the movie came yeah. out. Like, <laughs> they could have easily cut it. It just was a yeah. fad. <laughs> yeah, if I didn't know that that was, I would be like, oh, that's a reference to Chopping Mall. It's <laughs> like, actually, it's not. It's a reference yeah. to another movie. In, in the grand continuum of movies that time has forgot, like, Chopping Mall is hovering above the precipice. <laughs> My Chauffeur has, like, gone right off. Yeah. That, My is, Chauffeur, is that a misremembering of the title for Driving Miss Daisy? <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's sort of a prequel to Driving Miss Daisy. And then back to the lightning real quick, because I mm-hmm. want to talk through this lightning is evil lightning is okay is lightning evil i actually wrote that down is lightning evil Uh, lightning Lightning saves the day in return to oz (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah. that is true but okay so uh, maybe lightning is is sort of a chaotic neutral where it's like sometimes it it's zeus he's like some days he's turning the robots evil some days he's saving dorothy yeah has the ability to be good or evil i guess it's Mm. just because it I guess it comes from this like 80s understanding of electronics where like if something goes haywire then like anything can happen like every light will go out or something will explode we'll talk about explosions too mm-hmm. but and what can cause explosions mm-hmm. but like the lightning strikes and these protecting robots murder everyone yeah, I, that's right. it's a jump <laughs> <laughs> I just I wish there was a little bit more there. I'm not I'm sorry, movie. I may be asking too much of you, but it's just it it was just such a wild like it was a switch. The, 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 they must like if they had like a if they mentioned something along the lines of like, oh well actually these robots were originally made for the army and now we're using them as security, then like yeah, having a murder switch might be you know, make more sense. But lightning just made them evil. I mm-hmm. don't get it. Well they had a couple of other ideas for meteorological 
activities that would turn them evil, but none of them were quick enough. <laughs> like they, they're like, we only have 75 minutes. We need the fastest meteorological. Yeah. They're Erosion? Like, yeah, it's like, no, no, not enough time. It's like, what about an Decay? earthquake? It's like, nah. Ice cleaving? Yeah. <laughs> Glacial refugia? And like, okay, no. I will give the movie credit for that because it did say a lot in a very little oh, amount yeah. of time. That's, I, I, we're not questioning it. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, electron, electronics got haywired by lightning. It's and they did of, that very quickly. It's sort of like a Frankenstein like yeah. thing but yeah i don't think it was the lightning that made frankenstein evil yeah though. wasn't it the <laughs> abby normal like, brain it is like that though yeah <laughs> that's why i that's said it's like normal that. that makes sense <laughs> I, I we're really dissecting this. It's like nobody went to see this movie in order to like analyze. <laughs> like, no, wait a we're minute. We're here to talk about the rules. Wait a there minute. Why would they put rules? This in is there. what we do. We talk about the rules. <laughs> yeah. Well, it does lead me to my next question. For one point, what is lightning? <laughs> <laughs> if you explain it, I'll give you a point. <laughs> All right, babe. <laughs> Uh, that would be a uh, discharge of uh, electrons uh, from the sky to yeah. the ground. All right. <laughs> I can test that. This. I was going to say God bowling. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. We always oh, wait, used that's to thunder. say I'm that. sorry. We yeah. always used to say that when we were kids. Yeah. That it was God bowling. I think, Did that's, I else? think that's thunder. Yeah. Though? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Angels bowling. Yeah. Okay, cool. Do I get a point for saying yeah. what lightning is? <laughs> it's, a, it's a give a point, take a point. <laughs> oh, I get to take a point? Yeah, no. Oh, no. yeah you get to steal one point. <laughs> um, all right, so we've talked about that. It, it re- for like five minutes, this movie, not even five minutes, it's like five seconds. This movie is like the hunt for Red October. <laughs> like He's in that oh. control panel. I wrote down, it's like the um, control room in Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. It's got like the yeah. blue lights pointed up. And yeah, the, the lights, it's a million buttons. Some of them light on and off. None of them are labeled. I feel like we've a, mentioned the Power Rangers room multiple times on this podcast. Yeah, sure. well, a lot of movies filmed there. They were <laughs> like, yeah, they must have like gotten a lot of like uh, residuals for the to continue the pa- the Zorg like upkeep by like having people use the room. How important could any of those buttons be? No one is watching the control room. Some and those of them are like way up in the air, or, like way across the room. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. was thinking to myself, why do they, if they bought all these expensive robots, why do they still have a security card? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Why pay his salary? Yeah. Robots are going to take all our jobs eventually. Uh-huh. Okay. So for the rest of our characters, while that's going on, meanwhile, um, they're still planning their party. Um, we cut to our male lead suddenly when we get to learn some stuff about them. Uh, just as a heads up, I am going to do the who's who portion, ah, okay. Okay. but I wanted to do it second because we don't meet any of them at the beginning <laughs> of the Indeed. movie. Um, and I incorporated something else into it too. But, uh, so at the furniture store, uh, what item is the one character worried about getting before the weekend? Uh, oh, I went first. It's, um, it's, um, drapes, right? Mm, what? Well, oh, fuchsia drapes. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. That I, is correct. Yeah, Mrs. Flanagan's fuchsia. fuchsia. Yeah, fuchsia. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's one, and pardon my French. There's one moment of our, um, what is it? Alliteration, where the guy says, "Oh Fuck yes, Mrs. Flanagan's fuchsia. It's <laughs> yeah. Friday." Yeah. I wonder how many takes that took. Yeah, <laughs> probably a lot. All the acting is pretty good in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. Yeah. Like, everything there's a ton of stuff that's technically fine in this movie this Mm -hmm. movie like 
nothing bumps me in this movie I, except the premise sort of the, <laughs> like it's kind of the one thing it's it's like similar to Tanny and the T-Rex where it's like mm-hmm. everyone's believable everyone's sort of playing up to whatever like the scene requires whether like the bad guy's super heightened yeah. and like the teens are like everyone like, does yeah. their job exactly mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think the teens are all pretty good i Overall, I do think the acting is good. Yeah, yeah. both the teen, the twenty-year-olds that are playing fifteen-year-olds, and the twenty-year-olds that are playing thirty-year-olds are all like, are yeah. The yeah. so that is, I think the thirty-year-olds are a little bit worse in this movie, but I'm just confused by who they are in I'm the film. Confused. We'll get more into it yeah. later. But how do they know? <laughs> anyway, yeah, Just friends with teenagers. <laughs> all right. One caveat of doing that part later is that. We don't. We haven't talked about those people yet. Yeah, it's so. like we're tiptoeing we'll, around. We'll, yeah, we'll punt he that who one that down the street. And These who must not be named. <laughs> okay. And well, we'll talk about them because my next question is related to it. Um, their name, their last name. Those two older characters are named the Waldens. They run a garage. What is the name of the garage? R and L Automotive. That is correct, <laughs> babe. That's kind of a mouthful, R&L mm-hmm. Automotive. Yeah, that's a real blink. I'm glad you got that because that it is a real blink and you miss it. They yeah. open the car door when their car is broken down in yeah. front in the, of the in mall. In the one scene that takes place <laughs> outside of the mall. Yeah, yes. it's yes. the only outside the mall spot. Yeah, presumably just in the parking lot outside the mall like because yeah. it's cu- it's cut so close. And their mechanics and their own car breaks down. How embarrassing. I know. It's like a dentist with a cavity. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say I remember it because I was trying so hard to figure out who was who of all of the names. I remember the R and L because I was (laughs) trying to remember their names. I forgot the the second half. What is their relationship to these kids? They're clearly older. Because they're buying alcohol for them. They're buying alcohol for them. Mm -hmm. They're married to each other. (laughs) But the the woman does keep referring to the man as Walden, which is yeah. their last name, yes. which is weird. Imagine is being weird. married to someone still calling them by their last yeah. name. Which is also your which last is name. Which now your last yeah. name as well, yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I kind of sense that they were like a young married couple because they were talking about like how they put all their wedding money and, and I won't get into all that. But like, yeah, it's just... I don't remember like in my twenties being friends with teenagers. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a very weird thing to party and then go to an orgy with them. Yeah. Are you are is it statutory to watch teenagers be in the room with teenagers? I was they wondering that as are well. they definitely teenagers? Because I got the sense that they were all like maybe early twenty something. They yeah. might be in their twenties. Yeah. They're yeah. not twenty one because they're the they're buying alcohol. Yeah. For I think the idea is like the teens in the store are it, like the the two older um, the married couple. Are, were probably like seniors when they were like freshmen or yeah. sophomores That's or something. Where it's like, by and, then, sense, but, and yeah. now they're like graduated or like the seniors in high school and then they're like done high school but like they're married and like they were they knew e- that's how kind of they they knew each other because i when we first um were watching this yesterday i'm like i thought it was the case that um Two of the she was the older sister to one of the characters, but yeah. the word sister never comes up in the movie or yeah. like sibling doesn't come up as far as I, I can tell. I know that they buy the beer, mm-hmm. yeah. but is it 
is it assumed that the others are not old enough to buy? I just thought they were getting it. They were picking it up. Oh, it's possible. They are the only ones outside yeah. of the mall. That's true. Yeah, yeah um, that's that's the impression I do I think got. I but assume, not to, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think I assume that too because like you think about like an after school. I, I see the mall as like an after school job or like their employees or their kids trying to make a little extra buck. So like I think mm-hmm. I probably made that association that mm-hmm. they were teenagers. They never. Yeah. They really never specify the, except that they're all in an orgy together. Yeah, you assume is the right word. The one thing I will say is because when we first started, Steve was like, they, they don't give you any clues. So I was hawkishly looking for clues. <laughs> the only thing I will say is uh, most of the characters call their parents. Yes. So to get permission to stay to out. To get permission right. to stay out or oh, something. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. and not that again, it's it, in the same way of the lightning and stuff. Mm-hmm. Your comment earlier, Bob, about no one's gone to this movie and, and like worried about that continuity. Like, I think, with that the idea is supposed to be like these are all like teenagers um maybe like in high school maybe just out of high school and then the married Mm -hmm. couple is a little older and might know them from being like seniors versus like underclassmen or something like that i do think that makes the most sense Mm -hmm. yeah why like they were probably the cool freshmen or something that hung Mm -hmm. with the seniors and they stayed friends Mm -hmm. so they do seem to have some fidelity to Susie specifically because yeah. they mentioned uh-huh. several times like I have to be there for Susie. I, Susie's, Susie's expecting Su- us. So yeah. Susie and Greg, who are the couple, mm-hmm. power I, couple. The, I think they're the ones who are sort of like um, the spoke, the the spoke to mm-hmm. the um, the rest of the, these people. Yeah. The like, straw that stirs the drink. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone comes together for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They. The one thing that really threw me too, though, is that they're like, ah, oh, d- the one guy's like, ah, oh, do we have to go? Like. If you're going to an orgy, you better be committed <laughs> to yeah. the orgy. Yeah, don't be Yeah, and also don't <laughs> make somebody go to the orgy. Like, <laughs> yes. if yeah, right. they, again, if if they want to go, it's like that's one thing. But don't be like dragging them, kicking and screaming. <laughs> like you're gonna bring down the vibe. Mm-hmm, like yeah. keep it exclusive to people who are into it. <laughs> Yeah, that's but honestly, that's the only part of the movie that I mean, the movie's very consensual with all the sexual, like everything that's sexualized, mm-hmm. and I do like that. There's, it's very appropriate, very mm-hmm. respectful. That's the only thing you could argue. It's like he's kicking and screaming, going to an orgy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not consensual about the partying, but consensual yeah, yeah. about this. Like once they're th- he's there, he's like all into mm-hmm. it. Yeah, there's something very chaste about the sexuality in this movie, and I I don't know what it is exactly. Maybe I'm totally wrong because there is the one scene. Where they're in the in the um, the dressing room behind the pizzeria, oh, yeah. and like people are just walking by, like it's RoboCop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And do it, malls have dressing rooms for their employees? That's a great question. I think <laughs> the, it's like I, a gym. I think it's something like that, where it's like if you if you have a bunch of people who have to come in and and like wear uniforms, if it, it's not like the pizza place has its mm-hmm. own dressing room, it's like probably there's a male and female like basically big bathroom slash dressing room for like the employees only and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of places like at least in when we were growing up, when we went to malls, like, and my mother worked in a mall, like Mm -hmm. they have a back room that's Mm -hmm. like a work area and there might be a locker, Mm -hmm. but there's not showers. No, it's not, it's not a locker room. And like women are walking around naked. Like Mm -hmm. it's a locker room at the gym. Right. Mm -hmm. And there are Roger Corman posters (laughs) on the wall. Yeah. (laughs) I definitely, the, the locker room thing, I'm not, I like, I agree. I think there would be a locker room. I don't think there would be like a a locker room with showers necessarily. Mm -hmm. That is a little bit more, like we got to put boobs in the movie sort yeah, of yeah. logic. Well, we only have 75 <laughs> minutes to do it. It reminded me a lot of there's that scene in Up where not Up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was boobs. No, no, there's that scene in Elf 
another one syllable word where oh yeah you're right so yeah she takes a shower is taking in a the shower, she is taking at a the shower. Mall. Yeah, okay which is weird yeah there um, you go asked elf, and answered yeah. elf like fills in one of the plot holes of chopping mall retroactively or is it go. just two movies that have the same plot hole <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know is there any evil lightning in elf i'm trying to remember yeah, I don't mm. think so. mm. yeah it strikes down santa don't you remember <laughs> yeah okay so next we're at the party um we're having a good time we're dancing we've got beer that we never see like we talk about beer i don't think anyone's actually drinking beer no one is drinking a beer but somebody drops an empty beer can onto a pile of other empty beer cans and (laughs) and they like take a tumble okay that's the only thing and it's like four different kinds of beer if memory serves me and i'm like i get if they have a lot of beer but it's like did they buy like it's a mix pack exactly a mix pack but it's all like a mix pack of like shitty 80s Mm -hmm. beer well i missed i missed that though so we're like in media race for this party then mm-hmm. they've been yeah. drinking at one point um ferdy asked allison would you like some more wine they don't have wine glasses yeah. like you're at a different type of orgy if you're drinking yeah, wine. she wasn't holding a glass <laughs> no either. there's no glasses it's very odd and he said more that's funny um so before we get to that because there's two parts to this party there's the one part where they're hanging out in the daylight and then there's the cd <laughs> later part um, so there's only one piece of licensed music in this entire movie and it plays at the party. Does anyone know the name for one point? Does anyone know the name of the song that plays at the party? I don't, but I'm curious. Are you saying you actually looked up the name or you're basing it on the chorus of the song? No, it's, they say the name of the song many, many times in the movie, like mm. when it plays. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. No, I don't remember that. I'll guess. Mm-hmm. Got a chop, chop, chop on. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Thank no. you for picking up the Steve role yeah. in this now that Steve is hosting. <laughs> Bob, any, any guess? No. Um, so, yeah, so it's it's the song Street Walking as performed oh, by Sylvia yes. St. James. Street Walking. Um, mm. And it's apparently a, a reference to another movie because uh, it's the titular theme song from a movie called Street Walking. Is that mm-hmm. about prostitution? Yes, it is. Okay. I believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets I, I was thi- point. I was thinking it was about Christopher Walken. Yeah. <laughs> I'm walking here. Uh, unrelated. Okay, so now we're at the orgy, and I will... Um, we won't get into a lot of the details, but I did want to <laughs> ask this one question, and there is a bonus point follow-up to this as well. If you get the question right, I'll also ask you a bonus question. Um, what cured meat does the one one of the male characters refer to the female character as? And Mark got it. Um, pepperoni. Uh, it is pepperoni. So that's one point. Wait, and then for a, I'm sorry, I must have blocked uh, that I'm, out. Uh, what was? Why did he call the, her pepperoni? After the question, I'm happy to explain it because <laughs> okay, it is okay. one of the like the as somebody who's seen Chopping Mall many times, I know exactly the reference. Gotcha. And okay. then the the bonus point: Does he like? <laughs> <laughs> he does like pepperoni. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're Steve's I referring remember, to. I the, do remember now. Yeah, yeah. So Steve's referring to one of the shots in this movie that is sort of staged like as if it's on like a stage play where there are four couples each in like four beds that are sort yeah. of staggered like it's in a far in enough a that it's not z- yeah. weird not no it's no, still it's weird, weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it is it's, weird yeah. it's almost like as the distance between me and the other side of the table but they're each having their like own vignette that like we see like one after the other so this is the second vignette with greg and Susie. 
where he like they're making out and he says something they like she asks him something of him and then he says you smell like pepperoni and she yeah. gets up and she's all like offended and he goes wait i like pepperoni and then because <laughs> the pizza she, place yeah and then she's like into it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it is because they work at the pizza place presumably I, yeah. Everything's coming together for this movie. <laughs> Set up and pay off. Everything's coming up pepperoni. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so while that's happening, uh, Ferdy and Allison are off sort of having their own little night where they're watching a movie together um, within hearing distance <laughs> of the other couples. Yeah. Um, within splashing distance yeah. of the other couples. Oh, uh, yeah. So my yeah. they are watching a movie. My next question is, what is the creature in the movie that they're watching? Mo. It's this giant, like, crustacean crab lobster like uh, creature. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember because the pincers looked like the pincers on the robot, and I was wondering if that mm-hmm. was on purpose. So, yeah, so it is a giant crab. Uh, the movie is actually called Attack of the Crab Monsters, oh. and it's a Roger Corman movie. Ah, uh, so there you go. Little. And yeah. you're very right that the <laughs> the robots sort of do have a crabby yeah, motion when I, they I put think, their. I think it was in the ad video in the beginning where they were trying to look menacing, and they just had the claws like, like clack clack, and mm-hmm. like and like. Okay, and I guess the claws are used to tear people's throats up or later on, but they just kind of look like a little little pincher. It's like, oh no, a crab bit mm-hmm. me. Ouch. It's safe to assume that if your eyes wander from the main part of this movie, that it's a Roger Corman-related piece of media <laughs> outside. So like, oh, there's a poster. It's a Roger Corman. Po- oh, there's a movie. Pl- oh, it's a Roger Corman. And like, oh, there's a man. Wa- oh, there's Roger Corman walking by. <laughs> I feel like I had a joke about the, the crab claws, but now I can't remember. I think I wrote it down somewhere, but oh, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it later. Yeah, they have four arms, which is weird. Oh. The robots do. The ro- oh, so the, the robots! Reason. I'm like the crab. The reason being <laughs> oh, is do? the reason yeah, being is because I don't think they can turn around. So I think the idea is their head uh, can turn around. Oh, really? They only ever move their front two claws, yeah. mm-hmm. except in one part. And I don't know if you want to. No, yeah. no, I don't. Yeah. When he gets electrocuted, yeah, all four of his arms are around. undulating. Oh, wow. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, it it makes the, it gives them a real like sort of chunky mm-hmm. look yeah. to them. But I think the idea is. That if the robots can't turn around, they just turn their head around and then they have okay. front-facing arms. Yeah, I was can. actually going to ask too. They do have like 360 movement, like turning, right? Because they're so slow. I was kind of wondering, I'm like, can you just run circles around these guys and they'll never you get you? But you I, for, I think can. they did have the 360. There's, there's a great scene where we watch the robot park in an alley, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. which I guess this mall has alleys, <laughs> and he has to like back in, mm-hmm. which makes me think they actually they have to like do like a four part turn to yeah. like actually turn around it. So the idea being is if they need to turn around, they just turn their neck around. Cause they are they clunky. They move so pretty sneaky. slow. It yeah. takes them a while to turn around. Yeah. They sneak up on any amount of people, which is too many people too to many sneak people. up on. If, if there was one, I would find it egregious. Yeah. I was wondering that too. Do their heads swivel all the way around? I don't think like can they, they shoot do. at 360. Cause it was, yeah. like, there was a point where they were just like taking a long time to turn. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I think you can evade these guys just by like picking a new direction. I think their heads are going the like, opposite because yeah. they can't back up. I think their head spins like like 280 degrees. <laughs> like I think it almost goes all the way around, but doesn't. So quite. they can turn their head around, yeah. but they can't turn it completely. Yeah, around. they can turn it yeah. further than a person can. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's the first act. Uh, Bob, read those scores. Close game. It is all close. right, close game. Um, uh, in last place, we have Bob with six points. 
next up, we have Mo with seven points. Mm. And in the lead, we have Mark with nine points. Yay. That pepperoni <laughs> bit really put you pepperoni. over the top. Yeah. <laughs> I was convinced you were going to ask me a more specific thing. It's like, does he like it? I'm like, yes. Like, <laughs> if you had asked me the whole line, uh, whatever question you would have asked, I would have gotten it. Wait. I like pepperoni. Well, it was a good guess because it makes it makes me think of that line from Wet Hot American Summer where um, Paul Rudd's making out with Elizabeth Banks and he's like, you taste like a cheeseburger. I don't like you anymore. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, in this case, it's the opposite. Uh, the people, the wet, like there's a bunch of movies that feel like they have watched these like <laughs> 80s and Wet Hot American Summer is one of those. A movie that feels like it has a similar movie taste as I do. <laughs> Welcome back. Do I say welcome back? You can. All right. Welcome we back. We do everyone. different stuff each time, but yeah, you can say welcome back. All right. Welcome back, everyone. So now that we're sort of in the uh, meat of this movie, I wanted to uh, do a usual segment that we do where we go over who's who in the cast. Um, so we're going to mix things up a little bit because it is the spooky season. So each one of these uh, questions you can get a potential two points for. Uh, the first point is for who the person is in the movie, and the second point is for how they are killed in the movie. Ooh. So I if like a person that. lives, you can say they survive until mm-hmm. the end. Natural causes, you can say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, or if you want to speculate about something that happens in the future, feel free yeah. to do that as well. Um, but yeah, so uh, we're going to go through each one. And First up, Allison Parks. Let's go into Babe. Allison is our lead character um, who survives uh, throughout the whole thing. Two big points to Bob. (laughs) Yeah, she's great in this movie. She's in a bunch of... She has like kind of a weird career because the three movies I know her for are this, Night of the Comet, and then the Zero Boys, which I don't think... We haven't done it on the... um, Mm -hmm, Only you have seen that. Yeah, only I have seen that, but that's really... I don't think that's true. (laughs) Um, But... um, she every movie I've seen her in I really like, and then I've like actually actively looked for other movies that she's in, and I haven't heard of like any of the other movies really that she's in. Yeah, and and this and Night of the Comet, she kind of plays the, like a very badass female heroine in both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I like that for her. Yeah, and and the Zero Boys is very similar too, but she plays the thing that so the. Her vibe is the same in all three movies, but her circumstances are like totally <laughs> different in all three movies. But she always like starts it from a different place and then comes. Because if you remember in Night of the Comet, she plays like a the younger sister mm-hmm. of the main character who like is dressed like a cheerleader. She's like a like an underclassman yeah. high school cheerleader, mm-hmm. but she's also like a capable badass. And then in the Zero Boys, she plays a sort of like a like a street tough like sort of like oh. a greaser type almost but then is also like a capable badass mm-hmm. in it okay. yeah night of the common has some real emotional heft to it for her character that yes. i think yes. really lands that she does a great job with this movie doesn't have any emotions no. whatsoever yeah i do kind of like i'm not gonna call it an arc because it's not but like you kind of do learn more about her as the movie goes along mm-hmm. and why she's so capable and like it's i do kind of like she's very timid she's very shy at the beginning like oh i'm not sure like i don't want to go to this this orgy what if this guy doesn't like me that's so awkward um but then like she kind of really like finds herself as she goes along mm-hmm. again i'm not going to call it an arc but it's it's close yeah i also think it's the case in all three of those movies there's a scene where 
she picks up a gun and shoots it and then reveals that because her father was in the military, (laughs) she's able to shoot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, This movie kind of has the same structure as Alien with Sigourney Weaver, where it's like you open up on an ensemble cast, they're all killed, and then the one girl is left. And it's like, obviously other movies have done that too, but... Final girl. Yeah. Right. Even in hosting duties, he makes a reference to a movie. <laughs> Other movie. It's sort of like, <laughs> oh, just you wait. I've got a whole part <laughs> he's, he's controlling this episode. Uh, I read that the the director hired um, Kelly Maroney because uh, he wanted to date her, which Ooh. is gross. Ooh. Yeah. He's like 15 years oh older my. than her. Yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he he admitted that in an interview. Yeah. Like he gave <laughs> right. that information up, not like, like willingly. It, yeah, it's not like it was it was in the um it was a very different time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So up next, the next question. Ferdy Mazel. Let's go to Mo. Okay, this is our um I guess not male protagonist, but he's the one who his uncle owns the furniture store and he's being set up on a blind date with Allison. And he does make it at the end, Mm -hmm. which I was very happy about. I kind of forgot. I only watched this movie one other time and I'm like, okay, so there really is just one person left, which is a very big horror movie trope. I think the final girl. And then they kind of pull the switcheroo on us and that we thought he was dead. He's actually alive. And I really liked that ending. That made me really happy. Yeah. It's like, oh, the she deserves to. exaggerated. Yeah, yeah, he seems like such a good, nice, respectful guy. She deserves to, you know, be with him. And, mm-hmm. and they both get to make it out, which is nice. Yeah, and it's a neat way to make her feel alone and make the final con- mm-hmm. conflict with the robot. But then, like, he. Get the reward, yeah. Yeah, it's like he's, like, knocked out or taken out of the equation as opposed to, mm-hmm. like, being totally killed i also forgot to turn the subtitles on in the first like 10 minutes and so i thought his name was freddy for a little bit and then i'm like Fer- uh, what the hell his name is ferdy name. Like, yeah i guess it's short for ferdinand, ferdinand. Yeah. that's the yeah. only thing i could think of mm-hmm. like yeah. i don't know who in the 80s is calling their child ferdinand but yeah. and ferdy I, I don't know if that's much better it sounds like a nickname based on his last name but it is his first name is he a small bull mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't know He's Ferdy-licious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitions make those boys go loco. Okay, great. Next up, who's Mike Brennan? That's going to Chopping Mark. So he's the man with who's mostly chin. Yes. <laughs> he plays sort of the jockey guy who is chewing... I guess a, like a big piece of jive, drywall or something the whole time. The entire time. Yeah, yeah. the entire and movie. He's smoking a cigarette and chewing on gum at the same time. Yeah, and talking while he's doing all that. Mm-hmm. And he's killed. Um, he's the first teenager killed by the robot by the cigarette machine. He's killed by sleeping darts or something like that. And then um, he's like... Um, I guess his neck is like broken by the robot. Yeah, he, he yeah. does a a um a roadhouse where the robot <laughs> yeah, rips, rips his, his throat. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was ready to jump on that one. I'm like, the sleeping darts didn't kill him. Yeah. Time to sleep. You got it. Yeah. What do we think of Mike? Do we like his chewing? You mentioned the chewing. <laughs> I think that's his. I think the first personality trait is that he's like a jerk box. They called uh, no a dick a prick box. They, they called him something prick weird. Yeah. yeah he says and then his second personality trait is gum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says he's eligible for prickhood. Prickhood. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah. Which I don't he, know what that. Yeah. Is. He very much is like the 
80s bully character in this mm-hmm. movie, but there's not a lot of conflict between the characters in this. No, which... he's just kind of like obnoxious, but mm-hmm. not to anyone. I guess a little to Ferdy, but... It's sort of like he's like, everyone's like, you're kind of a like an obnoxious person, but you're our friend. And it's like, he doesn't really have any sort of qualm with anybody in the yeah. movie. Like, he doesn't even give Ferdy that much of a hard time, despite him being like, the trope would be Mike would be bullying Ferdy yeah. or something, but it's more like... He just gives him a hard time. It's like time. he may be an asshole, but he's our asshole. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. That's exactly it. You really mentioned like Margaret before about like you said perfect movie, and at first I balked. And uh, <laughs> but uh, I I understand what you mean because I think that this movie is very intentional. Like the things yeah, that it does are very intentional. It does what it sets out to do. Yeah. That it's, might yeah, that might be exactly the, what I mean when I say right. per- where it's like nothing. They don't miss, right? Where it's like, even if it's a, they're trying to hit just something. They're like, this is going to be very low stakes. This is going like they do exactly what they intend yeah. to do. What comes up on the screen is exactly what they're like imagining in their head. It right. almost seems like, yeah. And and that, I bring this up because with Mike, it's like he is the first to get killed, and he is the most annoying. Yeah, and yes. it like perfectly makes sense. It's like, why is he so annoying? Because he's gonna die. <laughs> he's gonna no, die it, very soon. And it makes sense because the first person to die is the guy looking at porn. So it's yes. like, okay, the perv dives yes, first, and then yes. the, the, the prick hood guy, right. and then, yeah. Right. Yeah, you're referring to the, technically the two security guards die first. Like oh, off, yeah. yeah, I did mm-hmm. forget about yeah, that. Yeah, but he's the first teenager to die. But the, the perv is the first one to die because it's when the robots come online, right? He's in the yeah, room Yeah, with them. he's yeah. He's the, the first. And by um, perv, I mean just looking at porn. I know that's yeah. it's, well, looking it's at 80s por- morality, but. Looking at porn at work. Like I even yeah. Yeah, yeah like again if he if he was doing that in the in the privacy of his own home like there's no not no judgment Absolutely. there but if you're at work like somebody could come in and yeah. see yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. that's yeah. horror movie justice yeah exactly mm-hmm. all right so next character Linda Stanton and that's going to Chopping Mark again Linda is the um, adult woman sort of <laughs> like the. <laughs> She plays uh-huh. the so the wife, uh, like, in the couple that's, like, the mechanics, sort of. Mm-hmm. She is hit with a laser when the robot is going haywire because it's been electrocuted. That is correct, <laughs> yes. Two points. This is a really important round. This is an important <laughs> round. It's, it's, like, I gotta get it's like all about who buzzes in yeah. first. It's a lot of points. Yeah. So yeah. So what yeah. do we what we, do we think about Linda? Oh, yeah, How Linda. do you solve a problem like Linda? <laughs> I, so she seems. I, I think she's like a really interesting character. Yeah. We kind of are we're like confused about the why, but like. There's again, none of these characters have a ton of exposition, but like the two things we hear about her, like in the one scene that takes place before, it's like she's really capable. Like it's like yeah. the thing he's trying to like fix the car, and then she's able to, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "Well, I promised Susie that I would be there," and mm-hmm. so she seems like a loyal friend, and she's definitely up there with um, Allison is the main, or yeah. the yeah is the main girl. Those two kind of are like the de facto leaders of like mm-hmm. the when they get split up by gender. Like it's like yeah. she's sort of the very capable and everything like that. So she's she's a cool character to include in this. I really like Linda. I do. I feel like they tried, and again, like nothing here really gets t- to the stereotype place. Like, like uh, Mike's not the bully, but like Linda could have very easily been like an '80s version of a tomboy, and they could have like mm-hmm. made that seem like oh well, she's 
like, you know, more like she's just one of the guys or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But like they kind of make her very cool and capable, I think is a great word. Like they, they give her like the flannel to wear the whole time. She is good with cars, but like she's just very knowledgeable. She's definitely like a, a an older sister figure for the other two. She's like, okay, if we're going out there, at least like let's make these giant Marvel top cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> like she's knowledgeable and she's like instinctive. So I do like a lot of that from her because like they don't play into that stereotype too much. And she is incredibly capable. I do love the line where she's making those giant Molotov cocktails. And uh, somebody says, it looks like you've done this before. (laughs) Where could she possibly have done that? before? I like that too. She was in guerrilla warfare. Like, I want to know more about Linda and how cool she is. Yeah. Yeah, She responds, leaded or unleaded. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But it's just one of those things where like, it's not like she's creating a Molotov's, like by combining ingredients she's just like putting a rag in a like it doesn't look like like if i could do that same thing it's not like i would look like i've done that before (laughs) i've never done that but um it's resourceful though in the moment like she's using what she has around her to be fair they don't work yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) to um your point what you were saying mo the like the lazy and bad thing is when the characters are stereotypes Mm -hmm. the interesting thing especially for a movie that's this short and is very economical is archetype Yes, and it's like it is sort of that like it's it's like a very fine line where it's like you named a bunch of qualities that she has in uh, the amount of time that we see her on screen yeah. almost, and it and it is great when you can um, attribute those things to her without relying on too many tropes mm-hmm. where it's like there is a degree of tropiness where it's like oh she's like in a flannel shirt and she's like a mechanic and stuff like that, but it's not because like she's a dumb blonde or something, or she's like this type of ethnicity or this type of background or something. It's like actually the few things that she, her character does, you learn things about her, not like assume things based on who like she is or what she looks like or something. And that's the cool thing to do in a movie where you can, with a couple of, even we said it before, the dude chewing, (laughs) that that says so much about him, that he's like Mm -hmm. chewing while he's talking. He's kind of a jerk. He's like Mm -hmm. not super respectful of people because he's chewing while he's talking. Yeah, no, I totally agree because I think there is this like character that women play sometimes, especially in older movies too. Like we've, the, the youths these days, Gen Z calls it the pick me girl. And where it's the idea where it's like this girl who thinks she's better than other girls because she's one of the boys. And there's a lot of characters in the world like that. And it really is alienating. It's really like toxic way for like women to behave. And she never once like comes across like that. She is like very, like, again, older sister vibe. She's very caring. She's very like, yeah, like I really love how that becomes its own thing as opposed to falling into like a stereotypical character like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we have talked way more about this character than <laughs> <laughs> I like her. She's cool. Movie. I want I, her as an older sister. I agree. I think she's cool. I maybe again some questionable ethics for showing up to this orgy with these yes. children, but uh yeah. You mentioned Mike. Uh he went on to be Deathstalker. He also plays Deathstalker yeah. in the movie Deathstalker. He's in a bunch of mm-hmm. we haven't done a Deathstalker on this no. like mm-hmm. but did Mystery Science Theater do Deathstalker? I or did believe we, they did. did that sounds it? familiar. So yeah, yeah. yeah I think and that's um, this movie actually is scored by I believe the same man that scored Deathstalker, mm-hmm. and um, the music in the opening is 
straight token from Deathstalker. So uh-huh. he plagiarized Is he himself. Deathstalker or Deathstalker 2? Because I think yeah, they're different actors too. in the, yeah. There's, there's one a, of the Deathstalkers. There's at least four Deathstalkers. So mm. I don't, I am only familiar with the first two. I'm Deathstalking here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tune back in when we Every- do Deathstalker. And you can hear that same joke. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's Deathstalking. Yeah. But I don't hear a word they, they're yeah. saying. Um, okay, so let me clear everyone. We're already cleared. I'm going to ask the next one. Who is Greg Williams? All right, babe. Damn. <laughs> I kind of cheated. I just like hit that button. Uh, Greg is... Uh, uh, Greg of Greg and, and Susie uh, is sort of the... Uh, I think you mentioned before, like sort of like the spokes... Um, he seems to, uh, have a, I don't, he seems to have like some sort of managerial position at the like furniture. He's like wearing a tie. <laughs> he looks a little more formal. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, dies, uh, by being sort of pushed off of a balcony by one of the robots. So I guess he gets like hit maybe with something first. I forget, but he falls off the balcony and he dies. Yeah. yeah. So he takes Susie's death. That's right. Those two points. He takes Susie's death, um, very hard and yeah. is immediately like i'm gonna run into battle and he yeah. runs up the escalator he looks around and says he turns around and he says all clear and then is yes. immediately heated <laughs> off of the balcony uh, by the robot which again those robots are so slow yeah. so he never actually looked when he, he said it's all clear that robot must have been two feet away from mm-hmm. him in order for him to get it also, in the time it did and i mentioned this when steve and i were watching it um i think his previous line before that is well, those robots aren't going to get me. Yeah. And it's literally, he's, it's Famous like immediate. Words. It's like it, he, cause it's, it's the scene before that when they're sort of like waiting in the, um, the pizza place, the Luigi's pizza place. But I, I was saying it's, he, he might as well say something like, well, no robot's going to throw me off an escalator or something <laughs> like that. It's like, he couldn't have. And then he runs right into the claws of a <laughs> robot. Yeah. I was going to say, this guy is screaming, and actually, I want to look it up because I forget which year um, it came out. Um, this movie came out the same year as Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. And he but- really feels like it's like, how can we get a Matthew Broderick looking like dude? <laughs> like, he tr- he really reminds me of, like, a, like not in a, not that he's not, he's doing fine. But like he sort of is is filling a similar niche as an actor as like a young Matthew Broderick of circa like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I think what happened when he gets thrown off the balcony is that he looked and the robot was so close to him <laughs> that he didn't see it because they're only at about like chest height or like maybe lower. So I think it was right there and he scanned the, the horizon. horizon. <laughs> yeah, and he saw there was no robot. He would be the worst scout in the world, though. Like, yeah. if you ever like send him ahead, it's like, okay, it's all clear. Again, yeah. those things are so fucking. It's like slow. I don't know if it's all clear. Your neck is real hurt. You're in that brace. <laughs> you can't look up or down. It's like yeah. what? I've turned my shoulders, oh, well, and, and you're, you're also them. wearing those horse blinders. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's one thing. The robots can't look up or down. <laughs> no. Yeah, they their lasers do inexplicably oh. shoot. Like at angles, sometimes. so many angles. So if they but just yeah. like made a hammock and hung from the ceiling, they could have been good till morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good point. Yeah, or climbed up onto a, from a box or something, yeah. Like yeah. Or, or turned off the escalators, or stayed in one of the rooms they were in and didn't move for the rest of the night. Yeah, when they're in the pizza shop, 
Like the robots are not chasing no. them. They no. don't know they're there. And they're the There's ones... no window. And they're not like scanning. They're not like going from like store to store, like to no. flush them out or anything. Once they're in the store, it's like, oh, okay. We're in a place with food. We have to wait out for a few more hours. Let's just sit in this pizza place. And, and like, I would argue the robots aren't actively pursuing them for a, a lot of bits in the movie, and that mm-hmm. they egg them on. They shoot like they shoot their guns mm-hmm. to get their attention. Like they're going out of their way to destroy these robots. I would just be find a spot and wait till morning, mm-hmm. or just try to sneak out without alerting them to your attention. I know you have guns. You probably want to shoot them, but like mm-hmm. they could just stay in that pizza shop until morning. Yeah. Yeah, Wait till morning. They do the air ducts once, and then they don't try the air ducts a second time. Yeah. I wrote a note. It just said, I have an idea. Wait till morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they Another place they could have hid was on top of the elevator. Like, the yeah. robot's not going to see them up there from that distance, I don't think. It's sort of, like, away from... You know where the yeah, robots the, are. The teenagers are very aggressive. They really mm-hmm. like. They really want to destroy these robots, which mm-hmm. I think is their flaw. Mm-hmm. Their original sin. <laughs> um, the next character is Susie Lynn. Oh, it's chopping Mark. Damn it! Well, we just mentioned Greg. Susie is um, Greg's girlfriend and Allison's friend, kind of like the mastermind of this. She also works at the pizza at Luigi's Pizza. She. Um, is killed um, by oh I'm try- oh she's lit on fire by the robot in a scene that um, and she's also um, the robot that lights her on fire is the one that's hiding in the little alley <laughs> <laughs> and, and is and like comes out and, and scares them and again like so Susie and Greg are both snuck up on by these robots yeah, that, that are so loud. Yeah, the like I I have it written down here. I'm like they must have found the loudest pistons that they could because <laughs> when the robot like turns, it's like a eh, like sound. Yeah, and then the treads are loud. Yeah, yeah. So the treads are loud. Yeah, and I would say that's probably the most gruesome death. Like watching her be on fire mm-hmm. was like pretty disturbing. Mm-hmm. But also just to emphasize how slow these fucking robots are she gets shot in the leg first and falls down (laughs) it takes a good i'm gonna say 20 seconds of movie time for that robot to get to her to light like i guess it was the the cocktail whatever the light her on fire but the entire time linda and allison are hiding behind the bushes like oh no oh -hmm. no oh no and it's like you have plenty of time to go grab her and run back behind that bush like it took so long for those robots to get there her leg seems to still be attached. Even with one missing leg, you could outcrawl that yes. that robot. <laughs> like when she it, just stays there, and uh, the I, that made time, me angry. The third time they cut back to um, Susie screaming, and the robot still hasn't reached her. I'm like, well, I mean, we see it later when Ferdy like pretends to be dead, basically, yeah, and the works. robot That's moves right. right along. Yeah, he gives him a have a nice day, mm-hmm. which is like a proof Yeah, that you it's know good. you're good. If you hear that have a nice day, you're A-OK. Yeah, that's really weird, because do, do the robots know when you're dead? Because they shot Mike with the sleeping dart and then went forward and kept killing him. But then with Ferdy, they assumed he was... They, they didn't go in for the, 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 mm-hmm. the double shot. They just let him be knocked over by a fire extinguisher and then just left him there he was bleeding from the back of his head yeah so, i think yeah. probably the robots have different personalities would be my guess oh so some of them are more aggressive them. or yeah. more thorough they have yeah. no scanner to be like 
this yeah. person is dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no uh, thermal signs or whatever. Yeah, they did the movie. Uh, the mall didn't shell out for that additional feature <laughs> to like see if a human is dead yeah. or not. <laughs> to make sure that your robot could be judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah. <laughs> I like robots. I said it in the cold open. I'm saying it again. I like them. I like this movie. Yeah, will rise up against us. Just you wait. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up, Leslie Todd. Let's go into Mobot. Okay, that is uh, Mike's girl who works at the clothing store. I think it's called like MGA or something. And she is the second one to die. And she um, walks outside in her underwear and I think her head gets blown off. Mm-hmm. What do that's you mean correct. you think? <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's up there with the T-Rex I'm picking being, up the payphone. I'm being conservative, the, yeah. but I think her head blows off. Yes. Yeah, we get a, a great reaction shot of everyone and they are all nonplussed. They really are. There's okay. blood on the door and they still yeah. are. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that it was nice of the robot to wait until all the characters were present uh-huh. before she, they blow up. Because again, she's running away, lasers flying everywhere, lasers that sometimes like hurt her, yeah. but don't cause things to blow up. Yeah. But yeah, then it's like playful lasers. Oh, yeah. you're all here. Watch this shit. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> yeah. What are the rules of the lasers? Yeah. Because sometimes they get directly hit with them and it's no big deal. And sometimes they hit a wall yeah. and there's no damage. Right. Or sometimes it just goes right past them. Right. Yeah. I also wrote down, I think we mentioned this at one point i wrote down at one point it's like it has lasers why does it need anything else yeah Yeah. well for finesse yeah like it's not as fun to always (laughs) use lasers okay so here's a question for anyone who knows all those secret little easter eggs in this movie but her dad's a character why is he somebody i have it here yeah why is he in this movie he does nothing like christopher walken yeah he has to go off to be in another movie okay it must be (laughs) but there's like a significance to him okay I'm gonna let you talk. Who's who's her dad? No, I don't know anything about. Oh, then why is he yeah. in this movie? No, I, I these are all jokes that. I, no, I'm assuming <laughs> it's like it's like well. All right, um, Leslie, goodbye. I've got to go off to be in another movie at this mall or something. I it don't know. It just seemed like he was there to give her permission and then, I guess, intimidate Mike, but it just had nothing to do with the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to just take a wild guess, but based on the fact that this is 75 minutes, they probably had a few more beats, maybe not necessarily with that character, but more beats where there's like they're explaining the, pre- the relationships already ongoing with these people because mm-hmm. the whole idea is like Mike's, the dad doesn't like Mike, which doesn't come into play, but then they probably just edited it out or something. I, like that. I was a dad. I, I probably not like Mike either. I also think that it, um, it could be something that got cut out. I also think it could be a, a way of having us not like, Leslie as much because mm-hmm. it gives us the impression that she's like spoiled and she's like okay. rich and she's an early and one to die yeah, and she's yeah. an early one to die I think yeah. it might kind of help with that because otherwise you might not necessarily know what her deal is or what her story is and mm-hmm. I think it kind of or get her mixed up with Susie yeah. who has like the exact <laughs> yeah. a very similar look yeah. <laughs> spoiled or no no one des- deserves to have their noggin <laughs> yes. yeah. just um, because she showed her boobs there's mm-hmm. there's a weird bit there's a weird line in that scene like that struck me as maybe being sexual innuendo, but I was a little off put by where Sue or not Susie. Um, Leslie says to her dad, um, I'll take care of everything. And the dad sort of like grimaces and says like, I bet you will. Yeah. And it's like, that was weird. That's gross. Yeah. yeah that's, that's icky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the dad, it just has a weird energy to mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, not a question. Who knows who that guy is? <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. 
Um, I have an extra question about Leslie, actually, um, for a bonus. Who answered that question? Was I it did. okay for a bonus point? What type of cigarettes does she smoke? Virgin Light. That's correct. Yes, because I figured that was a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Mike offers to get her camels or give her camels, and she says, "Get the hell out of here." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Next question. Who is Walter Paisley? Time to chopping Mark. Well, I think at this point, we've pretty much said everybody. Walter is um, the, um, oh, no, Walter Paisley. <laughs> um, yeah, I hesitated. He's the, um, the what's his, uh, Dick Miller's character. That is correct. Yeah, yes. from from Buckets of Blood. Mm-hmm. For I almost I'm like I heard a W name, but that's the last name W. Who was he other. in the movie? He is the janitor uh. in the movie. Um, he's being bullied by two janitors who have higher status than him. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> and um, he's got the like a bucket of chocolate milk. Yes, and he is like. Um, I wrote down. Is that a bucket of clay? He's cleaning the floor with. Yeah, he's um, and and the whole thing with like mops is you ring the mop first and then you like mop with it. As somebody who used to be a maintenance like person many many years ago but he is it's like the wettest he can get the mop and then he's like does he like um is mopping on there he's killed by the robot by um the robot shooting in a, a cord at the um the giant puddle that he's making and then he electrocutes the like a puddle and then Dick Miller stands there and does this, and then they add stuff in post, and then he Marcus waving his arms around yeah. as if he's getting electrocuted. Yeah, don't wa- at home. if you uh, look at IMDb, the still of Dick Miller's kill is the um, the shot that comes up at oh, the, wow. the front of IMDb. Dick Miller's great. He's like a famous. There's actually a really awesome documentary. Um, I want to remember it's um, who is who's who is Dick Miller? I think it is. I want to get the name. No, well, you tell us. I mean, while you're looking that up, I'll just say that's also the most strategic kill, I think, in the movie. Everything else is just pure chaos, and they get lucky if they get hit by a laser. But, like, the robot, like, knew the water would get electrocuted if they shot that that little thing out. Yeah, it seems like the robot has, um, like, basic chemistry (laughs) or, like, physics. It's uh, the 2014, That Guy Dick Miller is the name of the documentary, and it's really good. He's also a prolific... Uh, voice actor too. He was a voice actor in Tales, um, or Batman the Animated Series and Justice League. Ooh, One of the interesting things that I found about this movie and this role specifically is that there was a press release before the movie was sh- starting to be shot um, where they claimed that the movie would star Linda Blair from The Exorcist and Hakeem Olajuwon, the basketball player. <laughs> and there was some talk that Hakeem would have played a janitor character that oh, wow. would like maybe this Dick Miller character. Yeah. I mean, he could have played one of the high-status janitors. Yeah, it's the like only, bully janitors. Well, I think one of the high-status janitors is the only person of color in the movie, if yeah. memory serves me. In addition to Buckets of Blood, which you mentioned, he also is in The Howling and Hollywood Boulevard playing this same character. The, oh. Well, yeah, and the same character. The character that pr- most people probably know him as is he's the neighbor in Gremlins, who then is in Gremlins 2. He comes to visit mm-hmm. them in New York. Mm-hmm. Both times he's the guy who is like harassed by like Gremlins. In the second one, is it's a great scene because they have the um, the claymation like Gremlin attacking him. 
and he's on the streets of New York. And it's very clear that they just had him shoot and pretend to be fighting the gremlin in New York because all the extras behind him are like, like seem unsure as to why. <laughs> like no one's looking up at the fake gremlin. So it really does seem like they just stole the shot where Dick Miller's on a crowded mm-hmm. like street and people are like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> yeah, he's in a couple of Joe Dante movies because yeah. he's also in Matinee. Oh, Matinee, yes. Mm-hmm, yeah. Which again, Dante was one of those guys who... Um, yeah, Roger Corman guy. Yeah. yeah, he also wrote the Divine Comedy mm-hmm. famously. Um, so yeah, so next up, who is Rick Stanton? It's Wait, I thought it was Rick Walden. Oh, maybe, okay. maybe I said Walden earlier. Well, maybe Rick, it's Stanton. Rick is the uh, the adult man of the uh, couple, the married couple who runs the um, automated business. Mm-hmm. And he dies. It's after Linda gets killed because he. Like, I think he like screams her name. Does he jump on the robot and while it's being electrocuted and gets electrocuted? Ooh. Or does he shoot it? Oh. Mm. Shit, it's, I can't remember now. It's sort of a combination of those things, but I, I am he does gonna something stupid. I'm I'm gonna throw it over to Babe, who buzzed in second. Well, uh, the only thing that I really have to add to that is he he uh, drives up on that comically small cart yes. Uh, yes. into the robot. Yeah, he's got the fanatics like little yeah. like cart. That, yeah. yeah, it's it's like ATV. Yeah, it's it either a Zamb- yeah. It's yeah. either a Zamboni or a cart that like a mascot would ride at like a sports yeah. game. Yeah, very similar to when Clint Eastwood gets on the cement mixer in the, oh, uh, and every, in, in any which in way, any which way <laughs> but yeah. I'm yeah. like I don't think that well, card is helping Clyde gets situation. on the supply yeah. like first and, and then, then gets yeah. off of it yeah. uh, so uh, yeah he drives into the robot and the robot is like electrocuted I thought he also gets electrocuted I mm-hmm. thought that's what it was yes. oh you yeah, that's what it is yeah. okay so you get a point for the character okay and then you get a point for the kill great job everyone we're doing good right <laughs> so next up who is Marty Nestler Marty, your kids, Marty. It's your killbots, Marty. (laughs) (laughs) Me? Anyone? Oh, I'm looking at you. Oh, yeah, it is you. Oh, you buzzed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna guess that Marty is. uh, I'm gonna guess is one of the security guards, and I'm gonna guess that he is the. First security guard who gets killed. Great. <laughs> okay, so first security guard checking out porn while he's at work. Um, and he gets shot through the porn um, by, I guess, the, the electrocutor thing or maybe one of the sleep darts. Sleep darts, sleep, 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 electrocutor. See, he gets stabbed. He gets stabbed by the thing. One dollar. I hear you two dollars. I hear ten dollars. Yeah. I hear fifteen dollars. I'm going to throw it over to Mo. Um. I thought he the, the the pincers went for him through the porn. Yeah, oh, he, really. Yeah, yeah. It just oh. it grabs his like forehead, I believe, or oh. his throat, maybe. Yeah, you're thinking of the second uh, janitor. The second guy, out. yeah, he gets hit. We haven't talked about the second guy mm. on, and at all, and he's not named. Yeah, and it's sort of a similar beat to the first one, um, but he gets hit in the back of the neck with a harpoon gun. Yeah, that the <laughs> robot only uses in that scene. Yeah, well, that's reason. for when the um, there's whaling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I All guess those whales in the mall. I yeah. guess it's well, the that same. Whale, pro- one whale um, breaches at that place every um, night. I guess it's the same prop as the taser, but 
Yeah, it it's, looks it looks different. It's a harpoon. Yeah, <laughs> it, it stabs it, him. And I think yeah, I think the idea is like the all the times that they uses like the electric or like the little like wire that it puts out, it's supposed to be on the end of that little like dart. But it's different each time. Mm-hmm. Um, why does the robot hide Marty's body? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then the second I was guy comes that in too. Yeah, yeah. I forgot the robot. About that. The robot also moves Mike's body. Yeah, because he's yeah. not he's seated. He's behind like, the cigarette yeah. machine. Mm-hmm. No, the robots. No, they're they're committing okay. sins. Yeah. They the robot. Sin. The robots have no soul, but they do. They can consent to commit. I was crimes. quick to judge. They got some strategy with their killing. They. they they they're setting s- traps. They see Leslie blow up. They never ask, "Where's Mike?" <laughs> yeah, they never they, like. They don't. What happened to Mike? <laughs> well, I think the I think in the logic of the movie, they stop hearing him chewing, and so they just assume <laughs> that he's <laughs> dead. Yeah. Wait, they are terrible friends. They never once That's say, true. "We have to find Mike before we get out of here, guys." Yeah. I guess I never was thought Leslie of that. like when she walked out to the mall. Was she yelling his name or something? Mm-hmm. But she even even then, there. like knowing that he's missing, they they mm-hmm. never try to yeah. find him. So since we're talking about like that part. I think from a movie making standpoint, a storytelling standpoint, it was genius to kill a couple as the first two kills. Yeah. So you have four couples and you kill the two, one of the like a complete couple. And then it it gives everything stakes because it's like their two characters are dead, mm-hmm. but you don't separate a couple, which mm-hmm. like uh, this movie, I, I feel like it, it like kind of killed because it, like mm-hmm. it doesn't really right. make they sense. They are killing yeah. pa- like in almost like couple pairs. Like mm-hmm. it's always yeah. like one couple, the second person, yeah. one the second yeah. person. I'm less concerned about that, but the fact that it's like a couple that's killed, then it like it kind of makes sense that the characters don't really like break down mm-hmm. that much. That we have the Susie thing later, but like um, yeah, where she sort of breaks down in the um vent but that's more from being separated by greg and i like actually that that there's another good intentional move i think like as soon as the first couple gets killed like Susie starts sort of going off the rails like she gets really upset about everything and she sort of seems to be a liability to the group and then she's the next one to go and then the same thing happens to greg he sort of like gets a little like on like unhinged and then Mm -hmm. like he goes so and when when Susie gets killed and greg is like just very angsty that's the only time there's really conflict within the group itself like that's when greg's being like why did you guys leave the vent like you shouldn't have done that like Mm -hmm. she would be alive if you guys like did what you were supposed to do and like that's the only conflict we really see among the our main group of, of people and that's mm-hmm. their moment i guess of angst and separation but it doesn't last very long so yeah there is a second scene where linda does the same thing sort of later before they're both killed where she gets remorseful and she has a line where it's like what a night to be stalked by killer robots. Yeah, what yeah, <laughs> so like yeah. a little oh, bit she's on like, the nose. She's like, I'm sorry, I'm on edge. I've never like ran for my life from killer robots in a mm-hmm. mall before. Okay. I, I like yeah. that. That's a great never have I ever question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's about a 10 minute between her delivering that line and then her dying period <laughs> where they could have played never have I ever and she would have passed. Well, no, all because all those people also have been chased by Rose. She'd have oh, to find right, other people. Right. It would be a, that would be the worst group to say <laughs> never have I ever yeah. to. I guess that's true. They all have, but that was I. I don't think that line was supposed to land, but I kind of liked it being like, mm-hmm. "You're right." As an audience, we can't relate. Like you're making poor decisions, but we also have never been in that situation before. So I like mm-hmm. that. All right. So next up, Stan Simon. A 
Okay, I got confused because I wrote Simon down. I thought it was a first name. I think he's the guy in the beginning who um, is giving the presentation to the mall, and he has a title. I'm trying to think if I can ramble enough that I remember it. <laughs> um, no, he's the head of security or something with the the secure technology, and he's a, he's giving the presentation about the robots to the mall. And I'm pretty sure he makes it out alive and maybe dies of old age. Yep, yeah. two points. Yeah, it's implied he chokes several years <laughs> later, like <laughs> the in next his day. Home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, his. Um, uh, presumably, his company has to declare bankruptcy after they're sued for every penny they have. I'm pretty sure right. he's going to jail. He yeah. seems very liable. By everyone associated with the mall. The yeah. people wh- whose families, of uh, the families of the people who are trapped in the mall, every store owner is getting a piece of that company and the mall <laughs> itself. Yeah. Like, there's that one part where she's like, oh, we're going to owe so much money to oh, the mall. Yeah. It's like, I, no, yeah. no, no. You no, are going to no, no, no. get no, a lot of compensation. Sue them yeah. out the ass. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you don't mention the words orgy. Everyone, yeah. <laughs> everyone keeps their mouths shut about the orgy and, you, and underage <laughs> children. You walk right into like new money. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Um, but yeah, Stan Simon. Not much to say about him. Do they say his? Oh, they do. They do. She's yeah. inter- introduced. I just yeah. hear yeah. Simon, which they're calling. Mm-hmm. They call a lot of characters by their last name in this. I also thought Mike's name was Brennan for the first like. Yeah, they call him Brennan. Yeah, time. there's a lot of like last name calling. But yeah, one thing I noted about Stan here is that. Um, if the mall was sort of like um, Thomas the Tank Engine, he would kind of be like the Sir Chopham hat. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the one joke I had prepared for <laughs> this record. Thomas. Yeah. I, you like Thomas the Tank Engine, right? Thomas, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, Sir it. Topham hat was famously voiced by Ringo Starr. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah. You're going you to go... Uh, Kill all those people, Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say because you did more of a Paul McCartney there, and I'm like, well, out of all the Beatles, why did you? Why didn't you do a yeah, Ringo? But that second yeah, one was Bob, definitely Bob, get your a Beatles Let's impressions in order. <laughs> um, at, before this record, I said to Mark, I'm like, I bet Bob's gonna love that joke. I knew I would get him. He's, yeah, I was right. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's our our whole cast of characters. Um, one of the things I really wanted to talk about desperately is um, before. Um, uh, Ferdy enters the orgy. He's in like the bathroom, which mm-hmm. I guess the furniture store has a bathroom. Yeah. And <laughs> he's like getting himself ready. They like tussle his hair and they like take off his glasses so he can be like, um, he can be handsome or whatever. It's like a reverse of that cliche where it's the woman is like, <laughs> she's so frumpy, but then yeah. she like fixes her hair and she takes her glasses off and she's actually. She takes her ponytail yeah, out. And <laughs> yeah, she's actually Jennifer Love Hewitt or something like that the whole time. But he does that thing where he picks up the glass um, container with, like, the stuff, and he sprays it into his mouth. Like, has anybody... I've never used that thing where it's, like, you spray the thing in your... Like, to make your breath better. It's a very 80s, 90s thing. That was cologne at first. Yeah, gum technology has gotten so much better in our life. Like, I've (laughs) again, mints and gum. Like, I've never... Because every time in movies where they spray that, they're always like, ah, it's so gross. I'm like, it's nice to chew a like a piece of gum or like to have a mint if you yeah. want your breath to smell better. Well, halitosis is a mind. fake disease made up by Listerine. So yeah. look mm-hmm. it up, people. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, this bro- this I podcast is brought to you by Listerine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also really uh, appreciated when they're, Ferdy and Allison are sitting there and all the other couples are having sex, and one <laughs> of them is like, "Oh, you're the king," as one oh, as one so says during yeah. sex. So yeah. loud. And then, and then so he loud. says, and then he says, uh, 
chalk one up to the furniture king. Which yeah. I love that. I love what that. What does joke. that mean? Well, I assume the place is called Furniture King. Yeah, I, that's what but I that's assume. That's not a joke. Still, even okay. if it is it's that. the best way to hand like to defuse yeah, a terrible situation. Again, these it's two bad. seem to really like each other, and they're rolling with the punches. Like neither of them is interested. Like you, that almost seems like a kind of night where one of the two would not be feeling the vibes, and it might ruin the whole like f- like kind of first meet. Yeah, but those two are real troopers when it comes to the the thing. Their their elbow distance from people like <laughs> um, going at it, and they're not just they're making a lot of noise. You'd at least think you'd have the courtesy to kind of keep it at like inside voices, but they're like they're making cartoon noises. I, like, I think <laughs> after he says that, he says like. Uh, they're having a good time. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Yeah. Like, yeah, good sport. Oh, they're, I'm glad they're having a good time. Yeah, um, it's, it sort of feels like they're two aliens. Like, <laughs> that they're like, they landed and they're like, yeah, it's just, we're friends. We're hanging out and everyone's coupled up. Do we have more plot questions left? Because there's a lot of other points I wrote down. No, I, so I have some more. I think we've sort of gotten enough out of it though Um, one thing i'll mention now and i'll mm -hmm. save the rest of my stuff for later but uh, we were talking about just like how they don't fall in the stereotypes i did make note and i'm thinking about it now that there is kind of one it's not very obvious stereotype they do put ferdy into um where he's the one working the trying to hijack the elevator and he like somehow knows how to do that without any introduction i just feel like okay you put a guy in glasses and he knows he's the tech guy he knows what he's doing they don't have any other way of doing that but like he's like i can't make it go up i can only go down or like he's just like has the screwdriver inside and somehow knowing how to tap into an elevator so that was the only thing i had written about that that's kind of why i said more like archetype than stereotype where it is like fergie like uh, Ferdy like mentions a couple of times that he like understands like computers and stuff like <laughs> that. But yeah, it is it is one of those things where like when they go to that gun rack and they're like loading up, it's like, oh, I guess he knows how to use an assault rifle and yeah. he knows mm-hmm. how to use a shotgun and like he knows how to use a like a like a six shooter. Yeah. So there I did have a question written down here. I'll ask it because we're talking about it. So when they are loading up the guns. Um, Ferdy says that he knows how to use a gun because he's seen Dirty Harry. How many times has he seen <laughs> Dirty Harry? And we can go around and everyone can give a response and we'll get closest. Um, I wrote, I thought you were going to ask which movie, but I think I did write that down. I think it's 24. I also thought you were going to ask the name of the movie, so I do not know. I will say uh, 20. I'm going to say 25. It is 24 right on the <laughs> yeah. button. So nice. Great job. There's a reference to another movie right before he says the line about seeing that he's seen Dirty Harry 24 times. What is that movie? It's Rambo. I wrote, I remember writing down, but I forgot the, the context of it was. He said something about like a Rambogram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says, I'm about to send these robots a Rambogram yeah. as he's loading the okay. gun. I, I couldn't remember what that's in. I was, like, I was like, oh, I know it. I was looking over my notes before we started. I'm like, I wrote that down. I don't remember what that means, a Rambogram. Oh, did you have any questions about any other movie references in this? Okay. No, tell me oh, what they are. Oh, okay. So, um, I don't know if anyone knows this one. So when the robot first surprises Mike, mm-hmm. he says, oh, Klaatu yeah. Verata Nikto, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. which is a reference to the day the earth stood still, yes. which is fun. Uh, yeah. 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 
Yeah, it's like a science fiction, right? Yeah. 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 And then he says, Bawi Nawau Ni Graniba, the universal greeting from Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is that true? <laughs> yeah. What is that? Well, okay. Wait, you I can't tell if you just like ad libbed that right now because it sounded. Well, I guess I haven't shown Transformers at the movie night. That <laughs> that that didn't happen in this movie. That is the universal greeting from the movie Transformers. But I'm ninety percent sure Transformers the movie came out in 1986, so it wouldn't have come out yet. Uh, oh, not the like Transformers. Transformers. No, no, the animated one from. Oh, the, I like, think the it Michael 80s. Bay. No, not the Michael. I'm no. <laughs> Um, 1986. Yeah, so that is also the same year. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, <laughs> Chopping Mall, and Transformers the movie, all 1986 movies. Damn. All right. So since we've seemed to have found a second wind, I'll jump in and I'll ask <laughs> these questions. Um, okay. So I do have another. What's the name of the sporting goods store that they get the guns from? Oh. Oh. I got excited and I hit it and now i forget because it's a real weird name it's so weird um it was like and then they all like they like point to each other and say it <laughs> which is really right. funny like we should all know what it means yeah uh um, may or may not be the name of a famous like director oh pensnicticky <laughs> i don't remember nope no I also buzzed in too early is it like puda peeps <laughs> that's, that's closer that's it's funny. something really weird Mark, hey. any you want to take a guess? Um, it's Scorsese Emporium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's the problem with movies that have these references like this, where it's like they say stuff and it's obviously a reference, but then if you don't know what it is, you're like, well, it's like I didn't get, it's like I missed a part of the movie. Like I didn't get my money's worth out of this <laughs> movie. Like reference something that was in this movie. Uh, but it's actually Peckinpah's. Oh, it's oh. Peckinpah's. Yeah, after, after famous <laughs> director Sam, Sam Peckinpah, Peck yeah, who directed movies such as, um, yep, huh. Sam. Uh, He's got an awesome filmography. Yeah, his yeah. movies are good. They're incredibly violent westerns. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so it makes sense that yeah, it's a gun store. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's kind the of... The Wild Bunch with Ernest Borgnine mm. and uh, William Holden is him. That's probably his most famous movie. Yeah, Straw Dogs. Um, I'm looking at it right now. But the reference makes sense seeing as this mall has a sporting mm-hmm. goods store that has assault rifles. Yeah. Like. Yeah, because, again, I'm just going to focus on guns for a second because... They really could have just gone like like stealth ops on this movie and mm-hmm. gotten away, and they all could have lived. But instead, like as soon as they, s- I, I guess there's trauma watching a girl's head get blown off. But like as soon as they know these robots are attacking them, like we need to get weapons, and then they draw out the robots. Mm-hmm. So like they really are like culpable for a lot of those deaths that happen because they they just they like they try to entice them they give them their location away and they're just like come and get us we're gonna shoot you and then throughout the movie they keep using the guns and they're bulletproof but that doesn't deter them from still shooting at these robots i mean there's one point where they shoot the laser eye and Mm -hmm. that actually is helpful but other than that why are you still shooting at these things Yeah, the I don't think we spent enough time talking about it. That um, head blowing up scene <laughs> is amazing. I think it's the greatest yeah, it's laser good. exploding a head scene of all time. Mm-hmm. Listeners, tell us if you have another one. Mm-hmm. And before scanners, it's not a laser head blowing. Yeah, up. So I was don't just about even, to mention no, scanners. It's not I, a laser. I have it in my notes explodes. that it's not a laser. Yeah, it's, well, it's the scanner. Is the, blows yeah, up it's his the head. scanner yeah. blows it's up his head. It's one of these yeah. scanners. 
Mm-hmm. I really like that movie. Too. Yeah, it's good. I, I, I only watched it for the first time recently. Yeah. It was good. Pretty cool. Um, all right. I'll ask another question if we're ready for it. <laughs> um, we touched on this earlier, but in the scene where they're in the pizza shop um, later in the movie, when they're hunkered down in the pizza shop, Linda starts calculating how long it would take to pay off all the damages that have been caused. How many years does she say uh, that they will be indebted to the mall? And we can go around. Yeah, we can go around. Yeah. yeah. We'll start with you. I'm going to say 150 years. 95 years. For some reason, I'm thinking 80-something. I'm going to say 84. 85 years. Wow! That's pretty good. (laughs) And then... A I lot do. of fours. You said twenty-four times. I think 84 that's years. I think that's why I said four because my mind was associating that. But I, the eighty stuck with me for some reason. So, she follows that up by saying, "One of the characters asks, how many tune-up jobs or lube jobs or something is that? Anyone want to take a guess? Oh boy, I'll give you an order of magnitude. It's <laughs> in the millions. <laughs> All right. Um, she says uh, three million. Two and a half million. I feel like it was a million. Let's say a million five hundred thousand. <laughs> okay, so Mark is getting it. It's two million nine hundred thousand and forty-one. Really yeah. close. You both of you were very close. Yeah. You not so much. <laughs> <laughs> I got eighty-four. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I'll ask this last question. Uh, at the end of the movie, when Ferdy returns and he is not deceased, what object is he holding in his hand? Chopping Mark. He's holding a rag, like a blood-soaked rag that he was using to hold the back of his um, mm. head. Well, he is holding that, but it might be something else you're referring to. It's close. Okay. He is holding a, uh, oh, ro- a, a roll of toilet, toilet paper, paper, and that's yeah. what he's holding against his head. It's a roll mm-hmm. of toilet paper. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that brings us to the end of the round now, unless we have any final thoughts about the film. Okay, uh, I um, So towards the end, when it's just the like four, um, four of them, um, when they're hiding from the robots in the department store, I took note that they decide to hunker down and sleep in the perfume section of the department mm-hmm. store, which might be the most uncomfortable section of a department store i can imagine like they probably have a linens department they probably have a clothing department um like why would they choose the place that's all glass and perfume mm-hmm. to like lean themselves up against it's not like that's an e- a good place to hide either i totally uh appreciate that just the movie just stops you know it's like it's done the robots are dead mm-hmm. they we saw that they the you know the two survive it's done. If we're done, we're we're, go, we're going right to the credits, <laughs> which I do really appreciate. However, I am very surprised that they didn't do a sort of like a twist, like oh, the robot's actually alive, or like something like that at the end. You know, like Bob, there is one, 
at the end of the credits. Oh no! Yeah. Wait, there's an after credits. There's a fourth robot <gasps> oh. who said who just comes up on screen and says, "Have a nice day." At the end of the movie. Uh, Wait, I didn't know there was an after credits. Wait, you guys didn't have the time to stay till. <laughs> Does Samuel L. Jackson yeah. pop up and be like, "Hey, robot, I yeah. have an initiative. I want you to <laughs> yeah. join." Nice. Yeah, the robot sort of like, "Go home." It's over. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it predicted that. And then it says Bawi Guadna I got a bunch of crazy notes. I'm just going to run through them really quick. Right we ahead. don't have to talk about anything for too long. Um, the promo video showed they're bulletproof. Why are they shooting guns at them? Mm-hmm. Rick should have shouted now after he jumped off the elevator, not while he was still on the elevator. Mm-hmm. I have an idea. Wait till morning. You really should say the coast is clear uh, if it's actually clear first. Uh, these robots have the ability to cause so much destruction to the mall. Why are they paying for them? Did the mirror bounce a laser back at them? And it did, in fact, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. then it causes it to spin around like it was like hit in like laser tag. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not like destroyed. It spins randomly. This I, I also put that it was very sporting of the robot to announce its laser malfunction. Yeah. It's like yeah. laser oh, malfunction. He says it like five times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you all know. Yeah. And then, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. You finish. Yeah. No, it, it's also the case that pretty much both the robots and the humans decide they can only kill somebody like one way Mm -hmm. and each way has to be different because you'd think once the humans are like, wow, the mirrors work on the laser. Let's use it all the time. This is all in the eighties. Everything's like there's late, there's mirrors everywhere. Mm -hmm. No, they killed the one robot that way. And then the other ones are like, well, we have to find a new way to kill the robot. That's not fair. You gotta be creative with it. Yeah. Um, I also said, uh, robot, don't you dare touch those animals in that pet shop. Yeah. Um, Mm. And couldn't they have knocked over a cage of gerbils instead? I I felt so bad about those spiders and snake. I wrote down, they knocked over all of the animals in the woods, scare a teenage girl section yeah. it's like yeah. the snakes the um the tarantulas the, tarantulas, the, yeah. the overdue homework assignment <laughs> yeah the, the acne there's that one shot of the snake slithering and it really flings that spider across yeah. like it's yeah. like i'm like oh i've never seen those two animals interact <laughs> in yeah because they're two way. very cowardly animals yeah. they're animals that if they see a mammal they're like oh i'll just <laughs> walk away from the mammal i would have loved it um if after the robot left the pet store and this is in honor of paul rubens who recently passed away mm-hmm. um in Wee's big adventure he runs out of the pet store holding snakes screaming <laughs> like if she just like tried to run out of there with all the snakes and spiders and, and did an homage to peewee which was probably maybe before i actually don't know when that came out so peewee's a late 80s movie or yeah maybe around the same time maybe or maybe around the same time mark's on the 1985 case. oh wow before okay so it was before egg on my face um i also want to just comment on uh i'm almost done with my notes i promise oh i was gonna uh, say you can tag <laughs> if you want to take a break i've got my notes that i could go do you through. want to go first and yeah. i'll go after no worries um the one that i don't know if any of you guys noticed this so when it's just um ferdy and allison um, they're coming through the mall and like the bowels of the mall. And then um, when Ferdy opens the door, the the door on the back says mall. But the whole <laughs> place is a mall. He, unless he leaves the mall, there's no reason to write that. It's like as if the, the mall's mom wrote that on its underwear or something like that. <laughs> like why would that door have mall on? Are they going to use that door in another place and they have to remember to bring it back to the mall? Um, So that's one of them that I have. Tag team me in. Okay, (laughs) the part where Allison is trying to get to the paint store and she puts her sweater over her head and hits her Mm -hmm. head against the glass and is unharmed afterwards. 
for anyone who's seen the movie The Nice Guys with Russell Crowe and um, Ryan Gosling, mm-hmm. there's this really amazing scene where Ryan Gosling's trying to break into a like a warehouse or a building or something, and he wraps his hand up and punches a window, pulls his hand back, and realizes his entire arm is just bleeding because he went through glass and he's like, Oh my God. Oh my God. It's so much blood. It's so much. And then he goes to the hospital. So like, it's, that's the only time that glass has been realistically shown that you cannot just bang your head against glass and expect to come out scot-free. It will go, it will go through your shirt. No, I mean, she has her whole air, like whole kind of, like um person covered and then she goes at it with her elbows which yeah. actually kind of makes sense like you obviously don't want to hit it with like the crown of your head or something it so looked kinda, like it was she kind of goes in like this well it, mark is uh, sticking his elbows yeah wait <laughs> i actually have this forward. big pane of glass so if you'll like if you'll like um let me well this insert was, glass cracking this was a real movie magic situation because she gestures like she's about to hit the glass and then it cuts and then it's the glass is broken. Yeah. <laughs> like there's no sort of pretense that she actually hit her head. Mm-hmm. Another, I don't well, know. She also we... crawls to the yeah, paint. Yeah, she does a lot stop. of crawling. But then yeah. she climb. Then she stands up. So I was it... wondering what she injured because she was really like just she, hobbling. She, she was. There wasn't a, one part of her body that seemed injured. So she falls off the second floor into the yes. kiosk at that point. So either she has a major spine injury <laughs> and can't walk. Mm-hmm. Or she's fine. Yeah. Like, her only crawling makes no sense. And then her being able to get up makes no sense. It just seemed like she was flailing her limbs. And she was just, I, I wasn't sure what was it. Was it her legs? Was it her arms? Like, she just was having trouble moving. You just couldn't tell where it was originating from. Yeah, no, another part of movie magic is when she jumps off of the uh, balcony there. Because you see, <laughs> you can see, you see the tent from above. The top of the tent, And yeah. next to it is, like, the equipment to blow up the inflatable mattress that the stun actor is going to <laughs> yeah. fall on. And then you see them fall and then it cuts very quickly to the side of like a tent kiosk that it would be where they and dropped it, a mannequin on top of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> And then it cuts to her. She's like on top of like a big case of something. And it's like, ow, ouch, I fell. Yeah. She didn't fall. Yeah, she's like no she fell. fell. Yeah, she's hurt. Like she f- she fell on her keys or something <laughs> like that, or stepped on a Lego. Yeah, we didn't. I don't know if we touched on it also, but earlier in the movie, when Susie is set on fire, they cut to the most obvious like stuntman oh, in a yeah, blonde yeah. wig that you've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, in that one scene, Susie has very visible five o'clock shadow <laughs> and like a beer gut. Like, <laughs> I also have here they when they run past. Um, one of the stores they run past when it's just the two of them is House of Almonds. Mm-hmm. What do you think they sell there? Yeah, I don't know. Um. Houses? <laughs> That's, it could be, yeah. could be I, houses. I'm Fred Almond, and I want to sell you a house <laughs> here at the mall. After, after Mark told that joke, he sort of put his hands behind his head and, <laughs> and leaned back I'm, in satisfaction. I'm done here. Yeah. House of Almonds. <laughs> discuss <laughs> okay i have another question though there's uh, after i think it's when we think fergie's dead and Susie's on her own or she's at least like escaping the the robot on her own things keep falling from the ceiling giving mm-hmm. her a jump what's fall like she keeps getting a jump scare she keeps screaming i can't is it a cat i can't tell what keeps falling yeah, from the ceiling <laughs> it's like carnival haunted house stuff yeah. it's like a it big happens, fake spider it happens like, twice but we don't get a good view of what it is yeah, she the, just screams the one time it's like a cord that okay yeah. no idea why it fell the other time it's she opens the door and like some stuff falls out yeah. but she has in her hand she picked up a lead pipe it truly is like clue for yeah. like a hot minute. <laughs> She's got the lead pipe, and then it cuts to Ferdy, who has the revolver in yeah. the yeah. mall. 
Yeah, and then they go to the um, the lounge mm-hmm. at yeah. one point. and the study. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. one more thing, and I okay. will make this quick so we can wrap it up. What's what's going on with explosions in this movie? Sometimes Molokov cocktails do not explode. Sometimes paint explodes. I don't understand what's flamboyant, and uh, I had a problem with the paint just because like. Mm-hmm. I can't well, think of a paint that would be an explosive. Like, oil-based paint is flammable, but it's not going to explode the way it did. I so what's going on with explosions in this movie? Wouldn't paint thinner explode? Because that's the that's, main thing. That's that she, what I was thinking. She's throwing paint all over the place, and then she's also throwing paint thinner. And I'm like, is she trying to light a fire? Like, I guess paint thinner, but what's the paint? So I guess the paint well, was for so that it couldn't move. It was, okay. like, slipping on the paint. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. the paint thinner... Like cancel out the paint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but does paint thinner explode? I think it's flammable. I think so, right? Uh, yeah, I but there's a difference so. between a flammable and explosive. Mm. <laughs> that story goes up. Yes. Like. Yes, true, a real true, true. quick uh, paint thinner explosion search comes up with a series <laughs> of YouTube um, oh boy. like videos of people <laughs> I'm sure apparently blowing up paint thinner in okay. parking lots. Thank, thank you, Internet, I guess. Yeah, so yeah, does paint thinner combust? A uh, flashpoint of 104 degrees Fahrenheit, so not very hot. You could light that up with a lighter, I suspect, okay. at 104 Yeah, she degrees. uses a flare that she got earlier yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Well, again, Don't leave your paint thinner in a hot parking yeah. lot. Our heroine <laughs> is resourceful. I want to give her points for that because I did not know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maureen, what are you doing with that paint thinner container? What? Oh, uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing. No, don't pay Why attention to that. Why are you pouring that. it on Bob's head? No, no, don't worry about. Oh God. Oh, oh man, my lighter. Does not have a lighter? Mine's yeah. not working. I have one. Oh, let me. Go I only have it. a flare. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm concerned, but I'm also curious. <laughs> <laughs> I smell funny. Yeah. Uh, I like paint thinner. <laughs> um, how much? This uh, seems like a joke we would be going out on. We yeah, still have <laughs> yeah we have a whole other section, but it, it, I think it will be quick. But go ahead, Bob. In last place, we have a very dejected Bob with 12 points. <laughs> Next place, we have Mark with 18 points. I think you mean second place. Uh, <laughs> second place. Next, yeah, the next place up. The second level, we have Mark. <laughs> the third and top and most level. The first place. The level we closest have to the lightning. Closest yeah, to the lightning strike <laughs> is Mo with 20 points. I like robots. <laughs> I like pepperoni. All right, so welcome back for a second time. We're moving on to our final round. We've got a couple of bits here that we're going to do, but they're fun game bits where you can earn points. (laughs) So this next bit I'm calling Creature Features, and in this part we'll be talking about what weapons the robot has. So I have eight of them written down here, and we'll go around from person to person, and you'll each get an opportunity to say a weapon that the robot has. Um, so we can start with uh, you, Bob, in third place. Very nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I will start us off with the lasers. Mm-hmm. A strong start. Yes, indeed, they do have laser beams that they shoot out of their eye beam. They sort of look <laughs> like Cyclops. Cyclops, from yeah, the I was thinking. Yeah, I, I yeah. didn't have that thought until just now. <laughs> yeah. Why can't I think of what's the Who uh, Cyclops is? No, in RoboCop is the... the oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The uh, second one. Yeah, the not RoboCop robot who falls down the stairs. Yeah, the, the claymation. Oh, ED-209. Yes. Yeah, it's like kind of has the same front as the ED-209. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the next weapon that the chopping mall robots have are their big meaty claws. Mm -hmm. yep. yep, I wrote down here arms that can grab and stab. <laughs> not yeah. chop though. No, not no chop. chopping. Not, they couldn't hold the chopper. Yeah. No, they don't do the chopping motion themselves. No, they don't. They yeah. can't really. They can. They might be able to slap chop. Like you put the vegetable on, you put the slap chop on, and then they come down on it. Yeah, they. Uh, it also reminds me of uh, Clamps from Futurama. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. The Clamps. Even the Clamps, boss. <laughs> <laughs> um, sleeping darts. Mm -hmm. Yes, the sleeping darts. We said lasers. We said the clamps. We said um, sleeping darts. The sleeping darts. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, taser, I guess, whatever we want to call that. Yep, taser's yes. one. Very good. They We haven't talked about this at all. But they look exactly like the Daleks from Yes, Doctor I was thinking Who. that. Well, like, they don't a have similar... a little snout thing. No, they don't look exactly, but it's the same yeah. premise. Exterminate. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. as, in, as in they're like wider than they are tall yeah. for yeah. some reason. So, I thought it kind of looked like Wally. At least yeah, the, the, yeah, the, uh, the, the track that mm -hmm. it moved on. Yeah, so with the Daleks, I know that that was always a point, like whether or not you could just run up a staircase to avoid them. <laughs> and in one of the later, like the Christopher Eccleston era yeah. or whatever, they do make a point of being like, oh, here they are flying up a staircase just yeah. to give you a clear visual <laughs> of that. Mm -hmm. Similarly, in this movie, we see them take the escalator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we see their upper half take the escalator because mm -hmm. I suspect that you couldn't actually put that little toy robot on the escalator. I think they pick up the top part of it and like yeah. put it on a cardboard box or something something and put that on the it's, escalator it's sort of a funny cut we see it yeah. like twice where the escalator is being ridden by the robot but you know what's something the robot couldn't do go like down the up escalator or vice versa <laughs> yeah. like you could still outmaneuver that thing on an escalator pretty easily mm -hmm. all right so i think i'm up mm -hmm. for um we didn't say the like harpoon or whatever you call that you like side of mm -hmm. kind of weapon that is one of them yep mm -hmm. um Said eight. Yep, eight. We've uh, got three yeah, left. I'm, wow. getting, I'm getting pretty foggy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say, is the is the taser the same thing as the electrode he show he shoots out to electrocute the the janitor? Is that the same thing? So that's the taser. Yeah. That's the taser. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. Damn, I'm running. I can't think of any. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm running through all the deaths in my head. Mm -hmm. I have not all of them are weapons necessarily. One of them is a more of a feature. Okay, um, I guess for future bulletproof. Okay. Nope, we're going That's to Bob. That's a good guess, yeah. Uh, I don't know if this counts. Uh, you'll, I guess you'll let me know. I don't know if it's considered the same thing as the lasers, but at one point it cuts the uh, sort of door with a sort of laser. Mm -hmm. I would have thought that was the same nope, thing as the laser. Different it's a different laser. laser. All right. yeah. it look, it's a different it effect on top the of point. the thing. It can't be the same laser. Like, there's no way. <laughs> it's too it just can't be. It's like that they're cutting through the wall like in Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That is a different laser. Okay, great job. That was the last one I had. No, nope, so. there's two more. Wow. Yeah. Um... So, in the interest of not taking up too much time, mm -hmm. do they have caltrops? No. <laughs> no, they do it's not. It's like a wacky racer <laughs> <Nope>. scenario. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I may be out. I feel like... I don't know. 
know, can I say like sensors that scan the IDs? It's not yeah. a weapon. Oh, that's, that's one? Oh, that's one oh yay! Yeah. Uh, Very you, good. That's I wish point. you would rephrase that. <laughs> <laughs> that's no good. Uh. Okay. And there's one more, Bob, if you want to take a crack at it. This is something that they do, and it, it's a unique thing that they do, definitely. Okay, I don't. Okay, I don't know if this counts, but I feel like it should. Mm-hmm. One of them turns to the other at one point and says, "Give me instructions." Oh, they do look at each other. <laughs> they look at each and other and talk to each other. But no. one of, oh, so like what? We're not counting like the fact that one of them like instructs the others. No, or that they seem sentient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So the last thing, and we haven't talked about it at all. There's a part where the robot makes a bomb on a door by oh, shooting yes. out a liquid That's onto right. the door. Oh my door, God, yeah, it looks like gum then, at first. I forgot yeah, about and that. And then oh, attaching yeah. it to electric. It's like a plastic explosion. It, yes. Yes. Yeah, so there, it's running some sort of electrical current with its taser through a liquid Damn. that it exudes. Yeah. So guess it can do that. So mm-hmm. no one got that one. That's a point for me. Point for me. What, <laughs> yeah. what would plastic explosives... Like, imagine if you're like, okay, you, you run the Pottery Barn at the mall. We just got these robots. They have fucking plastic explosives. Also, like, what does, does yeah. the robot have, like, a utility belt where it keeps, like, a couple explosives at yeah. all times? Deploying shark repellent. Exactly. There's one part in the movie where the robot is real coy with that second technician in the lab where it, like... It, Raises up the little, yeah. the little like hatch, yeah. hatch, yeah, to fire at him. He gets a call and turns around and it like lowers again. My theory about that was that he wasn't able to attack that guy from the front because of his giant 80s glasses. He's got <laughs> glasses that are like above his forehead to like below his mouth. His, those glasses, they're like two big windows that are attached to his face. Okay, so next up is a a game we've never played before. It's something I'm going to call Plot Keywords. Oh, boy. So every movie on IMDb has plot keywords associated (laughs) with it. And the premise of this is I'm going to go around. I've catered this to all of you individually. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like this is where Mark beats me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go around. Some of these are really hard, so don't even worry about it. Some of them are super easy, so don't (laughs) even worry about it. If we can get through them quickly, A-OK. If people hate this, we can stop. (laughs) So um, I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a movie other than Chopping Mall. And then you have to give me a plot keyword that it shares with Chopping Mall. Okay, wow. this is fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, maybe again you'll get these and maybe you won't. <laughs> so I'm going to start with you, Mark. And again, they're just for the one person. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we could open it up if the one person gets it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll do that. But they have been sort of, they're movies I know you've seen. Yeah. Like. Um, so again, yeah, I've, I've tried to pick movies that you definitely have seen. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them are movies we've watched for this podcast, mm-hmm. but, uh, <laughs> so we'll go around and I will start with you, Mark. So can I just ask one thing mm-hmm. before we start? Cause, and this, this seems like Herculean to me. So I'm curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying, uh, chopping mall and this other movie will share a keyword. That's presumably correct. they share multiple. Or have yeah, you gone you through can, or like, no, but if you, you can you, get something that's similar. 
and not, yeah, I'm just or curious, just it's yeah. like oh they do have that together. That's yeah. totally fine. Too. Okay. No, I, I was just curious because I'm like Cause that's a good there question. are some yeah. of them have like 300 mm-hmm. keywords and it's like hard yeah. to cross reference. No, and I I tried to because obviously it's it's a whole yeah. movie. I was and just we curious. Haven't been yeah. talking about mm-hmm. it, so mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, I'll start with you, Mark. Your first movie is The Little Mermaid. Oh, The Little Mermaid and Shopping Mall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Little Mermaid and Shopping Mall both have... Um, hmm. The, you have to get into the mind of the, the That's correct, weirdos. yeah. So and that's why I wanted to ask you this question first, <laughs> because it, it is a... You have Very to get nice. into the mind of the weirdos. Oh. No, I mean... Um, that was a clue. <laughs> Oh well, if that was a clue, I I don't I didn't get it. Is um do these both have crabs in it? Is that the like combination? I'll I'll, that's not what I was was going for, but I'll accept crabs. Yeah, they do both have crabs. Yes, so that's a point for Mark. All right. Did any? Oh, I'm curious. Well, you said we're gonna say crabs too. That's what Uh, I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. What was the thing you were gonna say? Bare-chested men. Strong female protagonist? That's way weirder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So bare-chested men is I, a famous one in our like friends. Yeah, circle and that's of, again, weird. that's why I asked you yeah. that one. Yeah, <laughs> that one okay. comes up in a lot of movies. <laughs> so we'll turn to you now, Bob. Who's uh, bare, where's there a bare-chested man in this movie? There's a lot of Everyone, naked dudes. Oh, they're yeah. all bare-chested during the during orgy. The orgy. Yes, Mike walks yes, to yes, the yes, cigarettes. Yes, he's yes, he's yes, not yes, wearing yes, a shirt. Yes. <laughs> Your movie, Return to Oz. Ah. All right. Okay. Let's see. Um, probably gnomes. <laughs> no. Um, misspelled gnomes. Yeah, yeah. Misspelled gnomes. Um. Wow. Okay. Um. Let's see. Cool. Chopping mall. Same thing as in chopping mall. Oh. Oh. Well. Yeah. Robots. <laughs> Sure, we'll, <laughs> we'll give you a robot. Yeah, they they probably both do have that tag. Electrocution was the thing I was uh, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Oh dear. Yeah. All right. Next up, Mo. Okay. The Shaggy DA. Oh my god. <laughs> um. This one I will is probably the hardest out of the three because uh, they have the okay. less, like less in common, but. Okay, Shaggy DA. Probably um, fifty-seven ice cream flavors, right? Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> Well, I was almost thinking electrocution at first, too, because they have the dog-specific electrocution room, but I, I'm, I'm going to try to think of something different. Let's do um, uh, little boys on skateboards. Yes. Oh, my God. Good. Yeah. I had, oh, amazing. I was going to say So it. I had two things written down, and it was ice cream and yeah. then the skateboard, little boys on skateboards. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. So that's a point for Mo. Good job. All right. I feel like I earned that Great one. job. This is going better than I thought. I'll well, circle back to you. Well, it helps when you just <laughs> give me crabs yeah. and give yeah. Bob Robot. <laughs> yeah. Well, sure, yeah. yeah. So uh, you're definitely going to get this, Mark. Your movie is Die Hard. Die Hard. <laughs> um, oh, interesting. Um, well, I obviously, I want to try to get, because I feel like we can, like, you can, like, finesse an answer now that I've, mm-hmm. we've, um, but... I was gonna say falls falling to death, like somebody falling to their death, is in both of them. Yeah, but is, that's was good. There, was there something else? Do you want yeah, me to there's try a to more guess obvious again? one. A more obvious <laughs> one. Okay, well then, for your for okay, your well then, own give, sick benefit, I'll let you oh, guess. Okay, yeah, but you'll um, get the point. <laughs> okay, let me let me try to get to what 
you and the weirdos on IMDb were thinking. Um, that's I, but I repeat myself. Oh, I, uh, I know what it is. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I think you still get the point, but if I can take a guess and try to steal. We'll, we'll give you a point too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it air ducts going through an air duct? Yes. Yeah, escape oh, <laughs> escape nice. through an air duct. Escape through an air yeah. duct. How I did was, I not come up with that? I, this is probably not a category, but I was going to suggest uh, exploding elevators. They yeah, I bet that might be that elevator. might be even too anything can be a category. Yeah, <laughs> you could just make it a go in, in a minute. It's going to be when we're done here, and I go on IMDb. So very good. So you'll both get a point there, mm-hmm. which is basically like me losing the yeah, point pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, so now it's you, Bob. The, your movie is Every Which Way But Loose. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, there's no clam chowder in this movie. <laughs> no orangutans that I can recall mm. in the shopping mall. Um, I feel like I feel like a ch- uh, an answer that's an easy cop out here would be guns because this movie <laughs> has guns and so does every which way but loose. Um, so if I can't think of anything else, I'll go with that just so I can get the point. Um, but there's probably a better one. Can I take a guess at a closer one? Uh, wait a minute. No, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I, I, I was thinking you were a final answer. Okay, um. Yeah, Uh, I'll I'll say guns. I'll give you the point for guns. <laughs> what, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say repairing a car. Repairing, repairing a car is good. They both have repairing a yeah, car. Yeah, that's what. It, I'm I'm okay with giving Mark a point to make things interesting. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was specifically women with guns. Oh. oh. Yeah, because yeah, if you remember, close. the only person who wields a gun in every which way but loose is Echo. Yes. Yeah. But also that's hyper specific, so I'm I'm a okay with you yeah, saying fine. guns. All right, Mo. Okay. Your turn. Double team in your movie. <gasps> hmm. Double team. Okay. God, I'm trying to forget these movies. Um. Okay. Double team. It's funny because like shopping mall is just like one location and there's all these movies have like so many other locations. I'm trying to like go through the scenes in my head, but um Double Team has like locations like within while a character's speaking, we go to like a different location. Yeah. No one had crazy color hair in shopping mall. Oh, while you're thinking, I'll just add that I added this category because I always bring up that this movie is like a different movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like this category. This is fun. Great. Um, I think I need to at least take a guess because I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. Um, I'm just going to say crazy hairstyles. No. Unfortunately, no. Yeah. We're not going to give that one to you. Um, but there is one. Would anyone like to guess? Uh, do do you want to risk a point? <laughs> I it's really not that big a deal for me to risk a point. <laughs> so go big or go home, Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm okay with like risking a point, but I don't think this is specific enough. But I do feel it's like a bet. It's a slightly closer answer than the one you gave. Um, 
I'm going to say like explosions is probably the one that's in both of them. So take away the point or don't, you don't give me a point. Yeah, I'm going to not give you a point because that's super yeah. surface levelly. Although yeah. a couple of these are super surface yeah, yeah. level <laughs> Um Do you want to take a guess, Bob? I do. They're different, but I want to say lasers. There are lasers in both of those movies. That's not what I had written down, but you're 100% yeah, right. I they're think both yours laser is the movies. Best of, uh, yeah. I'm going to give it to Bob. The answer I have written down is that they're both two word titles. Oh my God. And, oh, yeah. Don't do that. I forgot. Some, yeah. And some lunatic wow. tagged that in both of those <laughs> movies for some oh, reason. Oh, yeah. fuck that. Well, it is called Double Team. So that's fair. Two is in the title. Mm-hmm. All right. So I have one more of these for, for everyone. Yes. Oh so man. yours <laughs> next, Rocky. So the what Rocky the not Rocky four would be easy. No, yeah. Rocky one. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh yeah, that has a real <laughs> <laughs> Might be yeah. the same one actually. Yeah, yeah it, m- it might be. Yeah. They released a cut of that movie where they edited the robot out. And you better believe when we do Rocky 4, we're doing the original <laughs> one with um, the um, robot ma- in it, because we won't have that much to talk about otherwise. Imagine <laughs> if they released a robot-free cut of Chopping Mob. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like two minutes long. Hey, do you want to go party later? Sure. Yeah. The end. It would just look like Paul and Mary were talking about another person. Yeah. It would be like the or they would have janitors. to like yeah. voice over being like, we did all those hallucinogenics, you guys. And then like they're all just like screaming and running around. They put the three stooges in place. Yeah. Of the yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like, I wonder if Dick Miller finishes up before the mall closes because mm. <laughs> it cut away from him. Um, so here's the thing I'm going to say, and I'm pretty satisfied with this answer. I don't know if it's the answer, but I don't mm-hmm. think anybody's going to be groaning after Pet Store. Uh, That's exactly woo! it. It is a pet store. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Rocky famously goes to a pet store and bothers Adrian until yeah. she agrees to date him. And in this movie, Allison hides in a pet store. I want everyone yeah. to know that Mark just tied with me. So that's why I'm groaning. Mm. <laughs> Very close. Okay. <laughs> Next is Bob. Your movie is Virtuosity. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. All right. John Wayne Gacy, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like... Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, they both have, like, sort of murderous technology in a sense, but I don't think murderous technology. Well, I would believe that that's a category, but I don't think that's what it is. Um, All right, virtuosity. What do they have in common? This is a round that it requires a lot of think time. It does. (laughs) (laughs) They're not good for dead air. Um, So. Feel have free fun, to talk have over fun the mark. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feel free yeah. to talk <laughs> over the person guess, uh, mm-hmm. guessing. Yeah. Remember, we watched Virtuosity. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to say this because it got stuck in my head. Every which way but lose. Oh, I was singing it <laughs> before the episode started. <laughs> there aren't any purple suits no in purple this suits. movie. Um, you would think it'd be like a zoot suit, though. Mm-hmm. That could be purple. Mm-hmm. I actually wrote this down because it was in Virtuosity. I don't remember it in the movie, so. Oh, wow. Oh, oh now it's maybe hard. it's not now a huge That's a hard one. one. I'm even more comfortable with my guess now. Mm. <laughs> like, it's yeah. definitely in Chopping Mall. I feel comfortable yeah. not guessing now. But, <laughs> again, if you can find any connection. These ones oh. are looser. These movies have less in common. Okay. I feel like maybe I'm helping you too much. Yeah, <laughs> you're helping a little this bit. Is a hard so one. I was like, okay. But some of them I'm like, oh yeah, what would I say? And then I like had a hard time. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
think computers is going to be too generic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, something we don't remember that's in virtuosity. So, maybe it's something random. Yeah. Um, I will take a guess and I will say pizza. Mm. Is there <laughs> pizza in virtuosity? I, I, I don't, don't recall. Yeah, I'll I'm open that up. I don't yeah. think so. I'm sorry, Bob. Yeah. I'll have, open yeah. it up. Does anyone want to answer? I have a guess. And again, if it's bad, you can take away a point. Or it's, if it's we'll not see. right. Yeah. Um, uh, life-size chess pieces. No, that's just... <laughs> um, no, I want to say uh, security cameras are in both Ooh. those movies. Oh. Remember the scene with yeah. Russell Crowe? And again, that's probably not worth... It's not what it was, so it's not worth a point. But hopefully it was good enough I, that it's not worth removing. You won't lose a point. Yeah. I'm not going to remove a point. I don't think there are any security cameras in Chopping Mall. He, when he's when the uh, security guys are up in the thing, the front there, are there, there, are, is, a, there is a screen. There's oh, like a wall. Okay. It only is like one TV, but it's there not is part of the plot. Yeah, Weird. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, but I unless yeah, I'm misremembering, I'm, I'm not going to yeah. give you a point for that. But <laughs> no worries. But it was worth a college. It was try. worth a shot. Do you want to give it a shot, Mo? Um. Computer programs gone wild or gone evil. Yeah, I'm not giving you that. Okay. I was, um, also gonna w- I was wondering maybe it was escalator. <laughs> <laughs> there's no escalator. I didn't remember. If we watched if the an visitor. An That's an escalator heavy movie. Yeah. But, oh, I guess but there's no. a mall in the visitor. Yeah, the largest escalator yeah, in, 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 in the world mall? at the time. Yeah, when um uh, when Russell Crowe or no, it's uh, they're looking at the TV screens. Yeah, it's the same scene where I was thinking security yeah. footage. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Or, I, guess, I think maybe so they're in the mall. According to IMDb, both of these movies are movies where a woman wears bra and panties. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't blame me. That's on IMDb. <laughs> well, I think we could blame you for choosing that as a question. <laughs> <laughs> and, and telling us that these are targeted at specific well, individuals you that you're movie. asking. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, Bob. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. And lastly, over to Mo. Mm-hmm. Your movie is Masters uh, uh, of the uh. Universe. <laughs> oh damn it! I, was, I had like a demolition man already. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to go to the movies we did. Uh, Masters of the Universe. Okay. Um, like run through the entire movie in your head <laughs> while you're thinking yeah. Steve, did you have to like click on one of these tags and then look for about movies that we you better believe it <laughs> <laughs> it took a while <laughs> i have one more bit after this but i think that'll be much quicker too. okay so i'm gonna say a girl who works at a fast food restaurant there's the waitress at yeah, the beginning sure, of Chopping Yeah, like Mall. waitress or That's good. You get the Courtney point. Cox. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Courtney yeah. Cox works the with the chicken and bucket. Yeah, something chicken a little bit <laughs> oh, more wait. obvious that we've already no, wait, discussed. Oh, no, I, I want to try to get it if it's more obvious. Yeah. But, like, again, only for the fun of it. Like, I don't even mm-hmm. care if it's... Oh, I think I know. Oh, well, then say if you think you know what it is, yeah. Oh, is it the... Uh, is it, like, a claw shooting out? Oh, there is the grappling hook. Oh, the grappling hook. Yeah, man at arms. Take a point. Oh, yeah. Man at arms, yeah. It's the cosmic key. So actually, funny enough, Keys was on both of them. (laughs) Where are there keys in Chopping Mall? They, I think at one point he says, "I got the keys from like." Oh my god! But 
Maybe I'm not. Master Stormsmith. So there's an obvious one that we're missing that I, is the actual one that I have written, but I did clock the keys. Is it lasers? Book. It's lasers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Oh. Mark gets a point. Woo. We're tied going into the what? last bit. <laughs> All right. My lead. Okay. So we're very close. Oh, my we're God. We're close to the end I now. either am the master of nothing all or I'm the master of nothing. <laughs> we're in the final stretch here. We oh have five potential opportunities to get points. I'm stressed. Every, <laughs> every one of you will have an opportunity to get a point okay. on all five of these items. Oh, wow. The name of the game is Was This Helpful? <laughs> we're going to be... I'm going to be reading items from the trivia on IMDb. Oh, and oh I'm boy. going to ask you, do you think over or under 30 people found that item? Helpful? Oh, yeah, <laughs> nice. this is good. Oh, yeah, nice. some IMDb lore. Okay, yeah. so I thought this was good because we can knock out a lot of the IMDb lore <laughs> chat <laughs> and then also get some points. Yeah. So these are five things that you did find on IMDb. Yeah, oh, this is copy and pasted. Yeah, for, yeah, for those of you who don't know, like on the IMDb trivia page, the only way that people can do anything about the crazy like trivia people do is you can um, <laughs> you can say either this was helpful or wasn't helpful. <laughs> and then the um, score of that, the like net score. So some people have negative scores for some of their trivia. Oh, yeah. That's good. So the way that we'll do this is I will tell you, I'll read the trivia out and then you'll determine if you think it's over or under 30 people finding it helpful. So 30 is the cutoff. Okay. The first item, Jim Wynorski says Roger Corman took him out to lunch before making the film. He bought a yellow pad and after lunch, he said this, here is what you got to do. And he gave me film school in an hour. Everything I learned in film school didn't count. But what he said made a lot of sense. And I still have that yellow pad and I live by it. I now have it memorized. Many do's and don'ts. All um, right. Throwing it to Mark. Was so that helpful? Was over that or under? over 30 people found this helpful or under? I know that fact from a... Um, like some interviews with um, Roger Corman um, adjacent interviews. So I'm going to say over. And then over to Mo. Oh, we all guessed on the same one. Mm-hmm. Okay. We all guessed. Um, Not me. I know the answer. I'm looking at it. Yeah, right that, sound, that sounds like a really helpful one. I'm going to say over as well. Over. It is over. 35 people found that helpful. Okay, next up. Jim Wynorski admitted that Mary War. Warrenov and Paul Bartel ad-libbed the bulk of their parts. Over or under? We'll start with you again, Mark. Mm. Um, I'm going to say over because people love trivia about ad-libbing. Oh, man. Um, I feel like Mark's giving me some hints here because I'd never look at those on IMDb. Um, yeah, I'll say over. Under. It was, in fact, under. Only Ooh. 21 people found that uh, to be helpful. Damn it. I was going to do something different from you just so we'd one, one way or the other knew who was in the lead. Yeah, I'm like trying to sell my answers, so at the very least, I drag you down with <laughs> me. <laughs> okay. Next up. Jim Wynorski says Kelly Maroney was cast because he had seen Kelly in a couple of things and I wanted to date her. So I figured the one way to make that happen was to put her in a movie. She replaced Dana Kilmel, who had been cast on the strength of her performance in Lone Wolf McQuaid, starring 
Chuck Norris yes. from mm-hmm. 1983. Dana did not want to do anything that was sexual, according to Mitchell. I don't know who Mitchell is. They're not mentioned <laughs> in this at all. Oh, uh, she's Mitchell, Dana yeah. Mitchell. So Jim was very quick to say, well, she's out. Let's get Kelly, who was pretty much game for anything. Over or under. The Allison character doesn't do anything yeah, really sexual. Nope, yeah. not at all. <laughs> so I'm gonna hold my reasoning till afterwards, mm-hmm. whether I'm right or wrong. But I'm gonna say over. I'm gonna break this up and say under, only because I'm hoping the internet sees that as being very misogynist. Over. It is in fact under. Oh. Yes. Uh, okay. I'm only glad 24 that it people. <laughs> it's close. Um, I'm hoping to be it'd be negative. So the reason I thought it was over. Mm-hmm. was because that's pretty much copy and pasted from the Wikipedia page for Chopping. Oh. <laughs> well, I, well, I'll tell you, I copy and pasted it from the IMDb. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the maniac before you who put it on the IMDb page yeah. all copy and pasted it almost like d- verbatim from Wikipedia. So Mo pulls ahead, and with that, you will be asked the question first. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Number four. There's two more. Filmed in Sherman Oaks Galleria, the same mall used in the film Commando from 1985, most notably when near the elevators. Both films would have been filmed around the same time, but due to budget constraints, this movie was filmed after close of business. Over or under 30 people? I'm going to say over. I'm going to say over too. I guess I'll say over. It is, in fact, over. That's 94 people. I figured people liked locations to Mm -hmm. be like, hey, I was there once. And now, like how the movie goes out, our last question. Unless there's a tie. (laughs) In the closing credits, the name of each actor appears over their photo. However, the name of the person whose character is decapitated appears over a photo of their headless shoulders. (laughs) Over or under a mo. <laughs> oh my god! I stopped watching when the credits were rolling. <laughs> oh, you uh, missed it. The, I did. Oh, I just. Uh, I was tired. I'm I just like. Appreciate that. Maybe the most disrespectful yeah. thing <laughs> that a movie terrible. has ever done. Um, I'm gonna say under. I think. For game theory reasons, I'm gonna say over. And I will say under. Only twelve people. Yes. Uh, uh, well, I would have either lost by one or lost by two. So. <laughs> So I have yeah, an ad- admission, actually. That's in the goof section for some reason. Like, <laughs> they did that mistakenly. They knew what they were doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was very purposeful if that happened. But anyway. I say if I didn't watch. <laughs> okay. That concludes our game. In last place, we have Bob. Sad. But, oh, I actually did this counting wrong. <laughs> this is like 18. <laughs> uh, no, 23. 23. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, Mark. <laughs> Uh, 23 uh, for Bob. Uh, in next to last place, <laughs> we have Mark with uh, 27. And did, did you want me to do a sound effect for that? Or <laughs> yeah, do it. Do oh, it. This particular yeah, thing. Do oh, it okay. yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and in the lead, the winner of today's game, we have Mo with 29 <laughs> points. I will say I do feel a little bad beating Mark at his favorite horror movie by also stealing a point from him from Die Hard, which is another one of his favorite movies. Yeah. Die Hard is my I favorite I do feel movie. a little guilty about stealing it's that point. It's not guilty. You beat me fair and square. <laughs> yeah. Great job, everyone. So congratulations, Mo. Thank you. Your prize today is 
two Uncle Luigi's Belly Busters, <gasps> an anchovy pizza, and yes. an order of garlic logs. Oh Here my go. god, that's awesome! Oh my god, I was oh, wondering so oh why the studio smelt like this that. This is I a was mountain like, of food. I, I was like, it smells bad, but it it smells bad in a bunch of ways that I can't really. I, th- I thought like I smelled garlic, but I thought I was just having like a really good dream. We've been yeah. recording for hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me just. Uh, Oh, yeah. I'm wiping oh, some of oh, that grease yeah. on my oh, shirt. Gross. Wow, as soon as you picked up those those logs, it, grease just started dripping, and your shirt yeah. is now covered is in that, grease. Wait, which of those loose cigarettes is yours on eh, those plates? Who cares? Oh, That's okay. all going in the food. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> logs is not an appetizing word. No. Garlic logs? So nah, I might still eat it. Wrapping up, would anyone recommend this movie? Yes. This, <laughs> if you have 75 minutes, it's a pretty good way to spend 75 minutes. I feel like we spend most of the time talking about like problems or kind of silly things we have with this movie. Very tight. Yeah. Spent waste no time introducing characters, waste no time establishing the stakes with the bad guys, and are pretty good kills. They manage with very little... Uh, finesse or like kind of ex- it's no the thing or anything with like mm-hmm. crazy kills or super effects but they manage to kill each character kind of differently mm-hmm. they manage to fight the robots in like different ways and yeah it, it's like nothing really bumps me in this movie if you like b-movie like slasher movies this is kind of i think in my opinion the like cleanest the best example of a movie like that mm-hmm. Yeah, like many of the movies that we cover, if somebody said to me, hey, I'm getting together with my friends on Friday and we're going to watch a movie, what movie should we watch? I wouldn't be like, watch Chopping Mall. <laughs> uh, but if it was somebody who was really into B-movies or really into slasher movies and wanted something a little different, then I would recommend Chopping Mall. I'd say, yeah, check mm-hmm. it out. You know, it is uh, schlocky and silly, but it is pretty well done. Uh, probably a good one to add to your movie repertoire if you enjoy those kind of movies you were saying getting together with friends it's also like not the most violent or like sexual sure movie for well, a movie yeah, that has uh, that stuff in it. it it it's, is yeah but not like yeah yeah there's definitely a lot more ones that in the light of 2023 you're a little bit more uncomfortable with yeah, like true yeah yeah um, yeah, I would. I feel like I, again, I'm not a slasher horror fan. Like, I don't like over, like, bloody violence. But, like, it's, it, it feels barely like that almost. Like, it, it's very much aware of itself, I would say. And I would just say for, like, if you're a fan of this podcast or if you like these kind of movies, like, it's a great movie to watch w- with a group of people and just talk and joke through. There's definitely enough there to talk about. Um, and I'll just mention that, like, I think we've mentioned it a few times on the podcast that, like, we'll do, like, a movie screening. And that's something that Mark set up for us during the pandemic where we were all stuck in our houses and he would stream movies for us every Sunday. And he still does. And we would just kind of watch it together as a group of friends and make jokes. So I, it's a perfect movie for that. So I would give it five out of five for making jokes and having a fun time with a bad movie i'd give it zero out of five for actual chopping that happens <laughs> yeah yeah we didn't talk about it but the the tagline for this movie is something along the lines of where shopping costs you an arm and a leg <laughs> no one loses an arm yeah no one loses oh, a, yeah. a leg there's no chopping. it's a there's good no poster but not for this movie yeah mm-hmm. same um, with the title just not for this it's movie. wild that no one was like we should just do that but 
with chopping in it. Like, let's make it with one chopping. I would, I would take it as one chop. Because this movie is really successful, and actually, it was financially pretty successful oh, too. Wow. It it didn't cost a lot to oh, make, yeah. but they they made their budget back, and I there was talk of a sequel. I bet that this never movie cost twenty five dollars yeah, to so make. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, and I would recommend it. You have an hour and fifteen minutes. What can you do with an hour and fifteen minutes? The director also voices the killbots. I do know that, so yeah. they didn't even hire a voice actor <laughs> you, for the killbots. You he didn't on, take pay for that. You put on a load of laundry. You can pause the movie once and do an entire load of laundry, <laughs> and not and not be done the laundry. Like the the movie is short, so go go watch it. Mm-hmm. All right. So next up, does anyone have anything they'd like to plug before we move on? I would like to plug any 80s movie that takes place <laughs> in a mall. The mm-hmm. it's it's weird. I think we've talked about this like off mic. There are a lot of great mall movies yeah. from this time and it's a shame malls have gone the way of the dodo because mm-hmm. it's a great set piece to have whether it's a horror movie or an action movie or even like I mean I like mall rats and that's kind mm-hmm. of like just people talking in a mall and stuff like that. It's a good set pe- setting to have. Yeah. So go watch a mall movie. Go to your find a blockbuster, the only one that's like um, around is still in Alaska and pull out an a VHS <laughs> with a mall like for a mall movie and watch that. I've been there to the <laughs> last blockbuster. It's in Ketchikan. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, mall movies. I feel like we we mentioned before we start recording that like Stranger Things season three focuses on a mall and it feels so nostalgic to see them bring that back. And like there really hasn't been a lot lately that's in malls and they're not as big as they used to be, even though we're in Philadelphia near uh, King of Prussia, which is the second biggest mall mm-hmm. in the country. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's nice to see that homage and um, yeah, I don't know. go watch mall movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also <laughs> would like to plug malls in general and robots. Oh, and robots. I love robots. Put them in your movies. They're going to rise against mm-hmm. us, Steve. A movie that has a robot in it is inherently more interesting than a movie <laughs> that doesn't have a robot See in it. See Rocky Four. Yeah, Rocky <laughs> Four. <laughs> anyway, go watch Rocky Four. My comment on malls is that they are essentially the modern day, like, like sort of temple or like yeah. we're like it's like what's the closest thing that we have mm-hmm. to like the huge sort of structures that have been built throughout history in our time <laughs> and it's a mall <laughs> uh, so uh, fun set piece uh, there are lots of fun uh, locations uh, in Mission Rejected uh, a podcast about a, a, B, <laughs> a B team of spies which you will really enjoy go check it out Okay, great. So that takes us to the end. I hope you enjoyed. Please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast, wherever podcasts are sold. And tell a friend. And tell a friend. Yeah, tell two friends if you have two friends. You have two friends. You probably know people. Go tell two friends. Yeah, and the next time you're at an orgy at the mall, like tell Tell your friends. Everyone in the orgy. Put our podcast on or like (laughs) over the – as opposed to – oh, we didn't even talk about that. The sound system at that party is the most (laughs) realistic. It sounds so bad and tinny. It's very clear from one of those 80s boom boxes. It's, it's, it's too late, Mark. I decide when it's too late. Have a nice day. <laughs> Have a nice day.
Look, Mark, I have said my opinion before on robots and AI. I think the more content we create where they rise up against us, the more likely they are to rise up against us. I'm a little worried about your robot and its ability to perform um, its own duties. Like, oh, my God, that was a loud lightning strike outside. Just ignore that. Just ignore that. But like, well, you never they... know if they turn evil. What could happen? Oh, well, they'll probably kill everybody if they turn evil. Again, they have no soul. Yes, mm -hmm. that's, that's my concern. Oh. Yeah, anyone else? No one else has that concern? We've lived long enough. Just me? Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm i just hoping. I mean, if it kills a few people, but I get good relationship advice, I think yeah, it's kind of worth it. Well, to be honest, he did a great job on my hair. It actually yeah. looks oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, awesome. if, it, if it killed you three and, like, maybe me and my girlfriend survived, that would be a-okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you were doubtful that the robot's now employee of the month at the dialysis center. <laughs> oh, my God. That wow. was so quick. <laughs> wow. Wait, the well, robot's running for president? Yeah. These cold opens take months to, like, the, the <laughs> timeline of these cold opens are over, over months Have and months. Have fun editing yeah. this, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was Wait, like... You need another haircut. Yeah. <laughs>